Blog Talk Radio.
Amen, amen, amen. How's everybody doing this afternoon? Well, what do you think? Do you want to order your steps? Do you want your steps order the most high? Well, brothers and sisters, I hope that's your heart's cry because it truly is mine. Yes, we want him to order our steps. Well, my name is Brother Seth, and I want to thank you for your time tonight. I want to thank you for your time tonight, brothers and sisters. Happy Pentecost. I don't know if you celebrate that um, these the feast days. You know, we're kind of listeners. But I just want to say to you and yours, happy Pentecost, uh, Shavuot. Uh, if some of you um, celebrate Shavuot, uh, again, happy Shavuot. If you do, some of you call it uh, Feast of Weeks, happy Feast of Weeks. Very powerful time in history, thousands of years ago, um, when the Father gave Moshe the laws, the Torah, and we celebrate today. This is the time where we acknowledge that mighty time in history. And uh, we're going to celebrate Shavuot today with a show that I think will not disappoint, brothers and sisters. This show is going to be today called What Old Testament Laws Do We Live By Today Under Grace? Isn't that a question? Some it may be a no-brainer because maybe it was taught properly or completely, and, and you understand uh, the law versus grace. But some, it's not so cut and dry. They really don't know what's going on, or maybe they think they do know what's going on, and they feel like um, we ought to keep the Old Testament laws, uh, and we should. We, I think we all agree that we shouldn't kill, lie, steal. But what about all the other uh, 613 laws? Uh, that's what they say it is. Anyways, there's debate about that even. But the laws of the Old Testament, do we keep them today? It may seem, again, to some of you like a very, um, I don't want to say dumb question, but it may be, you may not understand this program today, but it's going to get a little bit more into just what Old Testament laws do we live by today under grace. You could also title this show, Are We Under the Old Covenant or the New Covenant? There are many people, brothers and sisters, that think we are still under the Old Covenant even yet while under grace. I'm not talking about those that don't acknowledge the the New Testament. I'm talking about there are individuals that believe in Christ and believe in the uh, new, but think we're still under the old covenant. There's some confusion, brothers and sisters. Believe that. So today, we thought we would, uh, on Pentecost, uh, definitely, shed light on this and, and, and clarify it for some because it's very important. Don't trivialize brothers and sisters when others may not understand something, okay? Let's be uh, number one, loving and patient and try to um, articulate some things that we 
feel like we have gotten on this uh, knowledge, on this uh, area, excuse me. I still got these two, uh, this monitor in my ear, and I'm not used to doing shows with this feedback, but this is the way everybody do it. They have, they talk, and they yet can hear themselves in their ears, and it's very confusing for me, causing me sometimes to repeat myself or stumble. So, brothers and sisters, again, I'm Brother Seth, and you've come to the Five Star Network, and today we are, again, uh, have a very exciting show coming at you. We will be joined uh, in a little bit by Waking Up Israel's podcast. They're going to be joining us. I should say Waking Up Israel radio show. It's like like, um, Brother Michael liked me to say the whole name. Again, Waking Up Israel's radio show. So they're going to be joining us, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, I want to get a few things out of the way. I haven't been doing it lately, but I do want to say, because this is Blog Talk, which is a world uh, podcast. Uh, this is a world stage. And, uh, uh, you know, if you, if you Google, if you, if you um, broadcast on Blog Talk, you know, we have stats to show the different countries that we're heard. Of course, it's nowhere near the countries like America, I mean, like the USA, in uh, and, and, uh, some of the European countries, but we have nevertheless listened to in Russia and all parts of Australia, uh, all over, uh, even as far as Papua New Guinea. Nations of the world can hear by a click of a link. And so don't think, brothers and sisters, you're not heard all over the world. This broadcast, I meant to say, is not heard all over the world. So I want to, again, like I used to do, welcome all of the Israelites scattered in the diaspora uh, that was scattered once upon a time, that was in once upon a time, Israel, and uh, their forefathers were disobedient. And and we have found ourselves scattered throughout the four corners, just like the Bible that, that the Jews or the Israelites would be. So I want to shout out to those that have found out through looking at the uh, prophecies that's to be upon Israel if they obey, and looking at the prophecies that's to be upon the Israelites if they disobey. Uh, and if you are a student of the Bible, you know that Israel was a disobedient nation. And so you need to look at verses, uh, Deuteronomy 28, verses 16 through 68, where it talks about the things that will befall Israel if they were disobedient. And my goodness, haven't we fulfilled those scriptures? As the Bible says, men scattered throughout the four corners, it was done to us, uh, taken to our to our places of oppression and slave ships, it was done to us. Houses led by women, it was done to us. Our young men not being able to join them, the Bible says, because they'll be taken to captivity, it was done to us, and it's being done to us. And uh, <sighs> Scripture talks about our good men, our good men, brothers and sisters. It says our delicate men in Deuteronomy 28 would not father their children. We're talking about the good man of Israel would not father their children. And it says it was because of something called a siege, S-I-E-G-E, siege. And we understand that to mean when we go into these various lands, what they would uh, do against us, there would be a, a war against us. And this war would push men out of the house. And this is why these men are not fathering their children. But it does say very clear, again, in Deuteronomy 28, that our fathers, our, our, excuse me, yes, our, our fathers would not father their children because of the siege. And there has been a siege on this nation called Israel, wherever she had been scattered. So, again, we want to say shalom 
and Shabbat Shalom today because of this high and holy day. Again, Shavuot, uh, uh, Pentecost, or Feast of Weeks, whatever you call it. Uh, it's ca- called by those various names. But we know that after the, uh, on Passover, the second day, we, we counted 49 days. And then, of course, on the 50th day, which is Pentecost, according to the Greek, uh, in uh, Shavuot, uh, which is in Greek, Pentecost. This is where we get to celebration again, celebrating Moses receiving the Ten Commandments. But the most probably infamous day uh, of this celebration happened in the book of Acts when the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit fell upon the obedient apostles that, w- that went and tarried in Jerusalem, as the Messiah says. So, again, we're celebrating, but with this show, what Old Testament laws do we live by today under grace? So, again, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your time. Folks, it's very simple. The, the goals of the show today is to bring light on this topic where we will be clear as to what the Father requires out of us that we may please him. Uh, as we pursue him, we want to please him with how we conduct ourselves, knowing what we're keeping, what we're supposed to keep, and what we are no longer required to keep, if that's the case. We want to make it clear. Are we under the New Testament? Are we in the Old Testament? Are we in the New Covenant? Are we in the Old Covenant? We want to be crystal clear because, believe me, brothers and sisters, we are not crystal clear. So I want to play a little uh, clip I prepared for, actually, I think I'm going to skip that clip today because of the time. We're going to be getting a call very shortly here from uh, Waking Up Israel's um, radio show. So I want to skip the uh, uh, the rules as far as how to engage us. But I'll just say this much about what I was going to play. If you have a question or comment, brothers and sisters, remember to press one on the phone lines. I want to remind everybody we have about 500 shows, close to more close to 600 shows now, and you can enjoy any of these shows by simply Googling Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio. We have hundreds of followers. We obviously want thousands because some of y'all don't listen to shows unless it has thousands of listeners. Shame on you if you're basing your truth based upon how many follow, especially in the world we live in where people do not want to know the truth, but they only want to know the truth as it fits in their comfort zone. So shame on you for looking at numbers when you should be looking at the content of the uh, uh, what you're hearing. But nevertheless, we want to remind you to follow us on social media on uh follow us brothers and sisters all you gotta do is click on that link that that says follow a link that i sent many of you uh as on the show's promo click on follow button and you'll be able to uh blog talk ask you a few questions and you're able to follow us whenever we do shows you'll get a, a message sent i think it's 30 minutes prior to our shows you'll get a link sent to you we get a, excuse me a reminder sent to you i think i've covered everything uh, anyone with questions or comments about uh, constructive criticism or uh, compliments or praise, remember you can still send those compliments to myself, the creator of the Five Stone Network, at Seth, S-E-T-H, dot Mary dot Turner at Gmail. One more time, Seth, S-E-T-H, dot Mary dot Turner at Gmail. Um just trying to look over my notes, make sure I cover everything. Today is my spiritual birthday. Uh, happy birthday to, to me. On June 4th, 1979, I gave my life to the Father and been following ever since. Uh, just like any relationships, it's been up and down. 
but I just want to say happy 44. I'm not 44, brothers and sisters. This is my spiritual birthday. This is when I gave my life to the Father. But 44 years ago, yes, I made a decision and have been walking with him. And I'm so thankful for all of the revelations he's given to me uh, over the years, especially the first revelation of who Christ is and the, 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 the insight and the knowledge and the wisdom to give my life to the Father and follow this Messiah, this Christ. So it has, it has led us to what today is uh, a very important show, brothers and sisters. Well, again, we're celebrating, again, Shavuot, uh, again, Pentecost, Feast of Weeks. And I want to, uh, again, welcome um, um, Waking Up Israel's uh, radio show, which I see there on the line now. So I'm going to go to them here shortly. It's a few more things, and I'm coming to you, Brother Michael, and Waking Up Israel radio show. Um, brothers and sisters, if you want to get involved with the conversation, again, call the number right there in front of the 914-205-5590. Again, call the number right there on that promo, uh, 914-205-5590. All right, let me just go ahead and uh, open up the phone lines and, and Brother Ken went involved here, Brother, excuse me, Brother Micah, uh, a.k.a. Brother Ken. Some of y'all, just so y'all won't be confused. The same brother. All right. Eric code 903279, Waking Up Israel Radio Show. Brother Michael, your line is open. Brother, welcome to the show today. And happy all Pentecost. All right, all right. Happy Shabbat <laughs> Happy Pentecost. Happy uh, Feast of Peace, whatever you call it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, brother. Um, yeah, it's good to be on your show like every Sunday, man. <clears throat> Uh, uh, to be edified in, uh, uh, in in this path that we're walking, man, seeking the Father's uh, faith. And um, uh, where there's three or more gathered together, I know Christ is present and he's leading us. Yes. Um, so I just want to let everybody know that I'm no teacher. Uh, anything that I bring out or, or coming out with, is that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at, y'all. And I'm sharing it on the show. And uh, I got a very humble spirit. And I just want you to keep in mind that do your own research. All right? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Back to you, brother. Uh, or do we, should we introduce the panel? Yeah, I guess I'll yes, go, right go ahead. And, uh, all right, all right. Uh, Sister Thel, I'll let you go first. All right. Uh Shalom, shalom, everyone. I hope everyone is having a blessed uh, week. And I also wanted to say that I am a uh, 68 years old, and I'm just now learning uh, the different the information. Uh, I am the mother of uh, Brother Micah, and uh, he introduced me and informed me. And uh, he didn't have to twist my arm. He gave me information, and I did my research. And now I want more. I want to learn more. In fact, I just want to hear everything that anyone has to say because I've lived a long time not knowing in the dark, and I I want to know. And so uh, I appreciate everyone, and I will be listening, and I will uh, just mute myself out at this point, brother. And uh, shalom, shalom to your guests and everyone on the panel. All right. Shalom, shalom. shalom. Okay, uh, bro. Right. I would Brother just Ronald. Shalom, shalom to, to Sister Bell. Okay. Not All right. Here. Thank you. 
Eric code nine three six. That's brother Ronald. Yes, sir. So uh-huh. yes, along with uh, this brother Ronald. I uh, hope everybody's having a uh, blessed day and have a blessed weekend. And I just I just want to say that uh, that only the only the Most High can give the increase on waking up Israel. And second, we need to uh, Jesus said. I mean, in first uh, first Corinthians chapter thirteen, it says uh, you can have all the gifts that you want. You know, but if you don't love, if you don't love God and you don't love your brother, you're doing it all in vain. It, it means nothing. So, and that's what it says in uh, in the New Testament that uh, Jesus said, if you fulfill these two commandments, you fulfill the whole law. And we Amen. know that the greatest is is love, the way we treat one another, the way we treat one another, because that's because that's what's wrong with Israel. We uh we fight against each other. And, and if you go fight, you know uh, you're not gonna be in the kingdom if you uh, really want to fight against your brother. You're not gonna make it. You know right God's right. not gonna He's not gonna allow that into the kingdom. So we're right practicing, right. we're we're, we're uh, practicing right now. We, while we living, we this means something. God is looking; He's looking at everything we do. So how you treat your brother is is, is how you're gonna treat how you treat God. Because we are made in the image of God. So I just want I just want to say that we got, you know, uh, I don't know everything, but I know the little bit that I know I can teach somebody else and, you know, and uh, practice what I preach, you know, because it's not about just preaching it. We got to walk this walk, walk the walk and talk the talk. Because <laughs> you have a lot of preachers out there, but everybody's not. Every, the Bible said many are called, but few only few gonna be chosen. Right so on. There's a lot of mouths talking, but everybody everybody don't have the truth. That's all I got to say. All right, all right, brother. Uh, Erico two two nine. Shalom, shalom. All right, um, brother, brother Michael, Michael. So go for yeah, it. shalom, shalom, shalom. Uh, my name is Michael. That's M Y K H A E L. Three syllables like M E. You pronounce it Michael. It means he who is like Elohim in Hebrew and Sankofa. Uh, Sankofa is actually well-known in the diaspora, uh, uh, scattering, if you will. Um, it's also, uh, if you ask the Israelites in Ghana and other places, they're very well familiar with it. It's an ancient, um, uh, it's got ancient uh, Hebrew symbology. It's a bird with the uh, egg in its mouth and it's pointing and it's looking backwards. So it describes me, he was like Elohim, who looks back in the ancient past to uh, search out those matters and apply it personally and to bring it forward. So that's what my name means. I'm a widower, uh, come to six of this month, uh, six and a half years, and a single parent. I raise my son uh, in this culture. I give him the tools and, and guide them, and there's peace and shalom in my house, which we should have as a nation. And there is a great awakening that takes place because we are indeed, in truth, uh, the children and the descendants of Jacob, Yisrael, and Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you. Amen. 
All right, all right. Amen on that. Okay, uh, last but not least, uh, Erico832, you are live on the air. I want to say this, Brother Jacob. Brother James? Yes, sir. That's me, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm here. I'm here. All right. I'm you here, brother. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm glad to uh, to be in the company of the, of the believers once again. I think uh, Brother Ron said it best. We all, as brothers and sisters, we got to come together, speak together. We can talk about the word, but we got to love each other and lift each other up and, uh, and, and just move forward from there. And, and that's, that's my introduction. I'm here to listen. I'm here to learn. I'll, I'll I'll give what I got to give, but uh, I'm just I want to support my brothers and sisters. All right, Amen. all right. Amen. Okay, so that's that's everyone and uh, everybody. I'm gonna put all y'all on hold. If you have a question or a comment, press the number one. Okay, because uh, when you do that, I'm able to. I did some, you know. <laughs> uh, I kind of came up since the last show last Sunday, and I kind of learned what to do. Okay, so we can rotate okay. calls that may come in. Uh, you need to. I'm gonna put everybody on hold. You gotta press one, uh, and and then I, I'll come running to you. All right. All right. So I'm putting everybody on hold right now. All right. Go ahead, brother Self. You got it. Okay. I'm gonna provide a backdrop uh, uh, as far as this feast day. I know that we disagree probably on the dates, the exact dates, but this is a high holy time. I'll just say the season without saying what day is when because we're probably going to disagree. But this is a high holy time, and I want to acknowledge that. No more than about two or three minutes, though. But before I do that, let me bring on my co-host, Brother Purcell Porcher, all the way up in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, Salt Lake Kingdom Ministry. Purcell, you got about about 45 seconds, please, to just kind of introduce yourself since you've been on, since you're a regular. Absolutely. Praise the Lord, everyone. Um, and I meant to say... Ambassador, please. I'm sorry? I meant to say Ambassador. I, I just like to get the names right. Ambassador Purcell Porsche of Salt Lake Kingdom Ministry. Oh, you all right. You all right. It's your boy, the Ambassador Purcell and Del Porsche, all the way out here in Cincinnati, Ohio, representing Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, where we believe in bringing the saltiness back to the believer through rightly dividing the word of truth and kingdom principles. Greetings, everyone. Um, So glad to be a part. I do not take it for granted. I look forward to a a dynamic show uh, filled with wisdom and understanding. For the Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, but in all your getting get understanding so um that is my mission that is my my thrust as i uh participate in the blog um want to say shalom to everyone on the waking up israel side um so glad to be a part of the discussion with you guys again um love you guys heard somebody talking about we gotta we gotta dwell in love and i and i'm all over that So I love you guys. I appreciate what you bring to the table, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right, all right. Shalom, Ambassador. (laughs) Amen, amen. Well, everyone, quickly, again, this is the season of Shavuot or 
Feast of Pentecost, also called Feast of Weeks. And I already did a little bit of introduction for the Five Smooth Stone listeners, but I just want to, for Awaken Up Israel, just so everybody know, and I'll try not to repeat myself, uh, just so the, the listeners on the Five Smooth Stone won't get bored. I'll say some things I didn't say before. But, folks, you'll find different people celebrate this feast day different ways, and that's okay. We're trying. So I don't want to be a stickler too much on the date so much as the spirit behind. And today you're going to hear me say that more than anything. What is the spirit behind you celebrating the feast day? What is the spirit behind you trying to keep the Shabbat? What is the spirit behind? Okay, because that's the right, the law was to bring about a righteousness. The spirit behind keeping the Sabbath. There's a reason to keep the Sabbath. There's a spiritual reason to keep the Sabbath. The spiritual reason not to be lying, cheating, stealing. Okay? So I just want to say this, and again, I'm not coming. If I could, I don't want to any time come off as smarter than everybody because it's my podcast. Uh, Brother Ronald could be led by the Spirit, and we all had better hear what he's saying. Brother Jacob could be led of the Spirit, and we had better hear what Brother Jacob had to say. Brother Michael, Sister uh, Thel, Brother Micah, Brother uh, the Ambassador. Uh, listen, y'all. There is no big guys. I don't play it on my show. We're listening for that Ruach HaKadosh, a.k.a. the Holy Spirit. So here I go in a quick uh, acknowledgement of the feast days, best I can, and, and about put myself on a timer, brothers and sisters, with no more than three minutes, okay? Folks, this is a very important time in history when Moses was given the Ten Commandments, and, and we, we celebrate Moses receiving uh, uh, those Ten Commandments with a feast we call Shavuot. Uh, or some people call it a Feast of Weeks. Some people call it Feast of Passover. All right? But this is a time where at, uh, after the second day of the Passover, we start counting uh, 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 seven weeks. Okay, if you multiply seven times seven, everybody knows it's 49. So we count 49 days from the second day of the Passover. And on the 50th day, we have this acknowledgement, this memorial, this celebration called Shavuot or Feast of Passover, Feast of Weeks, where we're celebrating Moses getting that um, the laws. So listen, brothers and sisters, Shavuot, the Greek name for this Pentecost is we get the word Pentecost, all right? Um, and the scripture talks about keeping this particular feast day in the land. Obviously, we're not in the land. We're in our captivity. But I still think it's a great idea to, to, to continue to keep these uh, this particular feast day. Um, Y'all didn't hear me say this, Brother Michael, but 44 years ago, I gave my life to the Father on this day. June 4, 1979, I gave my uh, life to the Most High and started to follow this Christ. So this is a spiritual uh, day for me, a very important uh, day for me. So I'm celebrating my 44th spiritual birthday. Now, I'm older than that, obviously, but this is when I gave my life to the Father. Folks, this day, uh, uh, I am honored to be uh, in the presence of these brothers and, and Sister Thel uh, celebrating as well as those of you online, we don't take this show for granted, uh, but when a show is on uh, in the uh, season of a feast day, 
I think we should even be more serious about it because, again, people are practicing all over the world at this time, Pentecost. Again, different people have different days. Some people say it was earlier. You're going to say this is coming later. But, again, the spirit behind it is we're trying to obey Yah. We're trying to obey Yahuwah. We're trying to obey Ahiah. We're trying to pay Yahweh. We're seeking out this heart. We are trying our best. So, brothers and sisters, don't get caught up in the black and white. Get caught up in the spirit. So, that's all I want to say. Again, happy, happy Pentecost. All right? And hopefully you got some kind of understanding of that. Brother Mike, I'd like for you to do the same thing. Uh, what does just what does Pentecost mean to you? Uh, and make it brief, brother, no more than, than the same amount of time. And then we'll get into uh, the Old Testament versus the New Testament, or are we under the New Covenant or the Old Covenant? And more importantly, the name of the show is What Old Testament Laws Do We Live By Today Under Grace? I'm going to let you lead out on it, by the way. But right now, what does Pentecost mean to you? Uh, how do you see it? Uh, you don't have to talk about the time, because we're probably not going to agree on the timing, brothers and sisters. But what do Pentecost mean to you, Brother Michael? All right, all right. Um... Now, dealing with the uh, ceremonial and feast days, i got to openly admit that I, uh, it's kind of a gray area in my walk. But uh, to my knowledge, the Pentecost is the arrival of the Comforter uh, in making his presence known, um, the speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit uh, just coming over everybody. Uh, uh, there's a scripture where, where brothers just uh, all communicating speaking the same language uh, with each other. So it's uh, definitely a fellowship and uh, a day that we're supposed to always kind of remember, all right? Um, and that, that's, just, that's I, as far as it being a feast, I'm not, I, I don't know a lot, y'all. So, But to my understanding, this is the, the Pentecost is when that right there took place. And I'm, I'm going to stop right there, brother. You're absolutely right. right. You're absolutely right. And that is exactly what happened, brothers and sisters. uh, Just last thing I'll say, remember what I just said. That was the old celebration. But on that old feast day, just so happens the Holy Spirit came to the earth on Shavuot, on the 50th day. And in the Greek, you call Shavuot Pentecost. So thank you, brother. That was profound. I'm glad you said that because that's what most people know it by Pentecost. But I'm just saying, before the Holy Spirit fell, what was they calling it? It was the 50th day. They had just counted 49 days from the Passover. And this is when they celebrate the giving of the law. Mm, but on okay. that day, on that day, <laughs> while they were celebrating that, the Holy Spirit came. So, Brother Michael, you are in the spirit, but that's right on point. So, what say you about this topic? Where do you feel like uh, there's division at, Brother? I'll let you start out. Okay, okay. I want to start by saying that... Uh... Um, so we got the old covenant and we have the new covenant. 
And we all recognize that, that we under grace right now. All right. And so I want to start off by uh, uh, listen, because we also got a, uh, another topic that we also want to hit on. Is what laws do we take that we live by today, in today's time, you know? So I definitely want to try to cram it all in this show. And uh, so I, I'm not going to be a whole real, you know, real long with it. Um, but I just kind of want to set the tempo, set the stage, all right? The, the law in general, uh, the commandments of God, uh, they're broken up in five categories, all right? You got the ceremonial, uh, which we were just speaking about. Uh, you have the uh, the dietary, all right? That's the, the food that we eat. Uh, you have the morals. Uh, that's uh, brotherly love, uh, Brother Ronald hit on that earlier, uh, which is the most important. Of all these commandments, uh, those right there are the number one. That they, 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 All of them hang, hang on that. The ceremonies hang on it. Uh, what we eat hangs on it, you know, because it's brotherly love when we even correct our brother for being in error. They're all tied in to how we treat each other, okay? That's our morals, all right? Then we got sacrificial, all right? We had sacrifices uh, for our sins uh, with the animals and things like that. Uh, we making vows and promises. Uh, there's a lot of sacrifices taking place uh, in the old covenant, all right? And last but not least is the judgmental laws. Those who break these laws, uh, our God gave us uh, a set of rules to follow to judge that person uh, who broke the laws. Whether it's a minor law that they broke, you know, you pay a debt or things like that, to the most extreme breaking of the laws that's worthy of death. And then we all pick up our stones and stone that individual. Um, that is what we used to live by. And those are the five major categories uh, uh, that that we call the law, right, in our commandments, all right? And so... On the second half of the show, we want to get in which one of these, which of all these laws, what applies in 2023 going forward, right? All right. So now in my position, I believe that we're still uh, under those set of laws, okay? Not all of them, not all of them before you be like, you know, I believe in Christ, okay? <laughs> but I believe that uh, these are God's commandments. And there are forever, right? They are forever. It's just some of these commandments, Christ now uh, takes its place, okay? Um, now, to my understanding, y'all, as far as the judgment and picking up a stone and, uh, and sentencing someone to death, we no longer can carry out that law. None of us can, right? None of us is even worthy to. And on top of that, we don't even have a Levitical high priesthood that's around that we can uh, bring that individual to and, and, and so they can plead their cause and the whole judicial system, right? Well, that's, not, that's no longer applicable to us in the God's world. All right, so that's the judgment laws. It's pretty much uh, we can call it done away with, but what it is is Christ, he, he embodies that, all right? We're going to get into that later. On the day of the Lord Alright, uh, the sacrifices We no longer cut uh, Animals' throats 
get their blood for our sins. Christ, he's now our sacrificial. Uh, he take he represent that. Our promises, our or any our vows, anything we make to God, everything got to go through because he we are no longer uh, uh, he we will not hear none of our prayers if we don't come with a sacrifice. All right, we are not pure enough and worthy enough on our own accord to to have our prayers make it to his ears. He will not listen to us unless we use our sacrifice uh, to to. Uh, to guide our prayers to us, okay? And animals is no longer, he's not taking animal blood no more, right? Uh, But our blood of our Messiah, he will give ear to. So when we end our prayer, you end it in Christ's name. He is now that sacrifice. So by default, sacrificial is not taken away. It's just he replaced it. You know what I mean? Okay, uh, our morals, it is still transpired trans uh, it still rolls over the rest of these laws rolls over uh, as far as our, our morals uh, and even our food the very food we eat um, these are what we call a sin all right when you eat the, the the animals God told us not to okay our ceremonial now this is kind of controversial in a gray area like I said earlier <clears throat> like I said earlier with me because uh, not only uh, do I not know the exact day um, of, of but the procedures that's done in there and how to carry it out, uh, things like that. It's a gray area for me, okay? Uh, so, But I, I am in the belief that they are not done away with because we still see them play out in our scriptures, all right? All right, so um, I want to go ahead and, and I'm going to read a scripture, y'all, just to set the tempo. And... Um, I'm going to read this to you, and then we uh, all together, okay, can kind of uh, shoot our shots in, in our understanding. Because I wanted to make a group thing, because the last thing I want to do is stand in front of everybody as if I, I'm some kind of teacher, okay? I, I don't want to do that. I'm, I am your fellow brother, and I am super humble, and I probably know less than you do, okay? But uh, this is where I'm at. I'm going to give you my heart, y'all and uh, what it means to me, okay? Uh, The first scripture I'm going to go to, y'all, I'm going to go all the way to Ezekiel, okay? I'm going to go to the book of Ezekiel, all right? And I'm going to start at chapter, uh, I'm going to start at chapter 20, all right? All right, chapter 20, and I'm going to start at, I guess I started 33, and I'm going to just read a few verses uh, just to kind of give you a picture of my position about the new covenant, all right? Um, I'm going to start at 33, and it reads, As I live, saith the Lord, surely with a mighty hand and with a stretched out arm and with fury poured out will I rule over you, and I will bring you out from the people and will gather you out of the countries wherein ye are scattered with a mighty hand and with a stretched out arm and with fury poured out. And I will bring you into the wilderness of the people, and there will I plead with you face to face, like as I pleaded with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt. So will I plead with you, says 
Lord God. And I will cause you to pass under the rod. That's the rod of uh, correction, y'all. And I will bring you into the bonds of the covenant. This is the new covenant, y'all. And I'm going to 338, and I'm going to stop right there. And I will purge out from among you the rebels and them that transgress against me. I will bring them forth out of the country where they sojourn, and they shall not enter into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. All right, I'm going to stop right there, y'all. And uh, just the, that was the Old Testament, because the, this new covenant been talked about all through our scriptures. And what we're doing, we're trying to make sense of it going forward and attempting that we all can at least understand where each other is coming from uh, when we speak about the subject, okay? Now, if you read in that, stump, in that scripture I just read, <clears throat> it involves a physical, uh, physically, He's with a stretched out arm, he's going to take the diaspora from all the places that they are, right, and bring them to the land. And it's going to be there that something's going to happen with their heart. Well, he did mention the rod, and some of us getting purged in the process, but the finished product is our hearts will be changed in that time, okay? Uh, Right. Now, I'm going to also read. Hebrews 8, and uh, getting to the New Testament, right? And uh, we're going to read Hebrews 8, and I'm going to start at, uh, I'm going to start at verse 1 and just kind of read, read up, okay? And uh, after I read this, y'all, uh, I'm going to see if anybody have any questions or anything like that, because uh, that's what we want, right? We want the feedback. All right, verse 8, verse 1, I mean, chapter 8, verse 1. Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such a high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched and not man. For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices, Wherefore, it is a necessity that this man have somewhat also to offer. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest, seeing that there are priests that are gifts according to the law, that offer gifts according to the law, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things. I mean, this happens in heaven. As Moses was admonished of God, when he was about to make the tabernacle for See, says he, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed to thee in the mouth. So now have you attained a more excellent ministry, by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which is established upon better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. For finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, because they're split up at this point, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, 
because they continue not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, said the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquity. Will I remember no more? In that, he says, a new covenant he hath made the first old. Now that which decayeth, this is the kicker, y'all. Now that which decayeth and waxes old is ready to vanish away. Now see what's happening here? So this was written after our Messiah uh, uh, died and resurrected. It's telling us about this new covenant, right? Uh, and uh, and what's to be taking place there? And right here is saying that it's old and is ready to vanish away. It is still with us now as we uh, transfer into the new one. And if you go into the details of the new one, uh, you will see that our hearts will be altered or changed or replaced uh, in that day, all right? And I'm looking to go into more scriptures about how we're going to not be able to die and, and all these great things in this new covenant, all right, that things that we're going to be able to do that obviously can't do now. Okay, we can die right now, but then when Christ is returned, uh, and and all these things that's being said come to pass, uh, we won't be able to die, y'all. We can literally reign with Christ and and walk with Him in these newly with this new heart of ours. Our second nature would be on one accord with the Father and His Son. Okay, uh, so. So what's the problem? Okay, well, the problem is, uh, uh, well, not really a problem. It's just what's the misunderstanding? Well, the misunderstanding is I'm coming from a point that this hasn't happened yet, right? So where are we at now? Because uh, Christ obviously started it at the Last Supper, the new covenant. So if these things haven't happened yet, but we're in a new covenant, so then what's going on? That's where the spiritual aspect got to come into play. Everything kind of comes spiritual. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just uh, uh, some of us are under the understanding that it's a, we spiritually going to come get us and take us back to the land. Uh, he has already circumcised our hearts right now, right? So now, I guess, by default, that we don't have a desire to break his commandments. You know what I mean? But, but I don't I don't believe that to be accurate. I believe that we still all struggle with, with keeping his commandments. That's what I believe. And I believe that we got this spiritually we are in the in the covenant, in the new covenant, in a spiritual aspect. Um but but this laws we're still under the old covenant right now. 
and uh, we just simply put Christ as our animal sacrifices, our judgments, and even our Levitical priesthood dealing with our ceremonial uh, feasts, right? So uh, right now we're in this great period where old meets the new, and we're right here, and we're waiting on Christ. There's a parable, but I want to take it all the way home, y'all. One more, one more scripture, y'all. I want to go to Matthew. Uh, Brother oh. Kenwood. Brother Michael. All right. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's fair to not bring up the other scripture to dialogue on this one, and then once we went round robin, we moved to the next scripture. Because what's going to happen if you read another scripture, another passage, and it's I don't know how many scriptures you're talking about, but we right. it's a lot to hold. So if you got something that's going to so – I just think we should discuss it. You said a whole lot there. And I feel like <laughs> right around Robin to kind of get – again, we're looking for that Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit to enlighten, to share. And so I feel – that's just me now. Uh, again, y'all, ain't no big eyes, little U's on this show. If somebody else feel different, speak up. But I just think we should all kind of go round Robin and just share – what we got from that. I have something to say uh, for starters. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. And again, y'all, please don't, let's not, because something, one thing about Israel, uh, African Americans, we like to make kings out of people, leaders. We don't have none, y'all. The Holy Spirit is our leader. Definitely not me. So I just feel like Romans 8 that we just read pinpointed, nailed it clearly. Well, I'm not going to say clearly. We've got to be respectful, at least to me clearly, that we're definitely under the New Testament, the new new, new, new will, because testament just means will. Hebrews it, it, 8. Yeah, Hebrews 8. Thank you. We're under it. It's been, that's what it's talking about to me. It, it's saying it. It, it uh but I want to I want to come at it a different way, okay? But I have so much to say about this, y'all. It ain't funny. That's why I don't want to go on. But when it talks about for every priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifice where it is a necessity that this man have someone to offer, it goes on to say, uh, for if that first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for a second. It's setting you up right there to let you know that was placed thought for a second. He didn't just leave us hanging and saying it's coming later. See, and it goes on to say in verse 8, For finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days come, and said the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the, to the covenant that I made with it, to their forefathers, in the day when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt because they continued out in my covenant, and I regarded them not, says the Lord. And then he goes on to say, for this is the covenant I will make. Now, Brother King, when there you're, you're seeing a future, you're saying verse 10 is future for you. I don't see it like that. I see it as, yes, it's, it was future. when it, I, I feel like the, 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 the writer uh, of Hebrews, some people say it's Paul, it's debated, but the writer is setting, is telling a story 
he's letting us know there was something wrong with that old covenant. There was need for a new one. And he goes on to say, but this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind and write them in their hearts. Now, it says in Romans 2 uh, 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 that did not even know nothing about the law. In the end of Romans 2, it talks about people's heart being circumcised to the degree that they please Yah or Yahweh or God. Now, if they were able to please the Most High, this is after Christ had left, there were people that did not have no law, none, none, nothing. And if they could please him, I can't see Israel on the earth and they can't please him because a new covenant came yet. Again, one more time. If there was people in Romans 2, at the end of Romans 2, where it talks about people who didn't have the law, who we call them Gentiles, they were able to by their conscience. It says in Romans 2 how nature preaches that there is a Elohim, or there is a God. And these people was able to who didn't have, they wasn't circumcised, they didn't have the law, and they was able to please God. And it goes on to say, if they conduct, it says Israel, their conduct, in other words, make you look bad. We got to read, well, we probably can't read that. I would really like to read that because you think about it. If we are not under the new covenant, and he has not put his law in us yet, how can Gentiles plead him and have the righteousness that he's looking for in the Gentiles? I just can't see them pleasing God and we're still waiting on something to happen to us to where we can please God. I, that, that's just a backwards way to come in at it. But more appropriately through the scriptures, many scriptures talk about us being in the New Testament now. I know Brother Purcell got this, and I would love to hear him read about how in Christ during the Lord's Supper. He said this is the new covenant. Many times it says it. I just think this is the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to try my best to say this the proper way because I love the way this show is flowing right now. And I don't want it in any way come off other than respectful. But I think sometimes we get caught up in a certain philosophy, and I've been guilty of this. Let's just talk about me. In the past, and I'll make this real quick, less than a minute, I have sometimes believed certain things about the Holy Spirit, and I was wrong. So what happens when, when you're wrong and you see other scriptures, you, you try to make those scriptures acquiesce to your belief system because there was a lot of scriptures coming. I'll I tell you what, what I'm talking about. This whole thing about being righteousness, because I was raised Pentecostal, and we was taught you got to work for salvation. And so when I would see scriptures say that say He has perfected forever them that are sanctified, I, I couldn't see that that meant us, because no, I was taught in holiness churches. Now you got to work to be sanctified. Now, oh, oh no, 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 that's you got to work. The Bible said He has sanctified, He has perfected perfected. Well, ain't none of us perfect. The Bible says he has perfected forever them that are sanctified. And those that are sanctified, those that are in Christ. So it took me years to accept that scripture. So 
I just want to make sure we have an open heart and open spirit because there's plenty of scriptures, brother, that says it clear, maybe not clear, I don't want to be condescending, clear at least to me, and I'm not better than nobody else, but I just feel like it's a lot of scripture that talks about this new covenant. So I don't know what else to say on that. Uh, but, but, Brother Purcell, if you have the scripture about uh, when Christ, that was major. We just can't look over that. He said, this is the New, new Testament. This is the New Covenant. And furthermore, the man died. The, the Christ died and went into the heavens. The Bible says, you know, he says to the angels, worship him. And, and he says, sit here on my right hand. And the Bible talks about him being a high priest. When is the high priest over? He's a high priest over this new will. This new covenant. I can't see the Father saying, well, now wait. You're not, we're not yet, the covenant up on the earth yet, but just it. No. He is our high priest over a new covenant. I'm out. So, Brother Purcell, I don't know if you wanted to come, if you have any words or not. Well, yeah, this is a this is a very um, um, very I guess you could say controversial. Um, I'm not clear on the controversy myself um, because I understand the new co- the new covenant was the promise first and foremost that God made to mankind to forgive sin and restore communion with those who heart believe in his son, Jesus Christ. So Jesus, we understand, is the mediator of the new covenant, and his death on the cross was the basis or the foundation uh, uh Connecting the promise Okay Um, It was through Jesus Death And the ascension Of the Holy Ghost A lot of times I believe This is what I believe I believe that the confusion comes Through The Negligence of the Acknowledgement of the Holy Ghost. This is what I believe. He's just talking about me, the Okay? Because it's the by reason of the Holy Ghost, we are uh, in the new covenant. By reason of the death of Christ, we are in the new covenant. Here, let me read a, a scripture that I've read before. Um, let me find it right, right quick. Actually, it's in um, the book of Galatians. Uh, Galatians, I believe it was two. Um, I shared this scripture before, and one thing I like, the one translation I love to share from is called TPT called the Passion Translation. Um, So here's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to read Galatians chapter 2 from, from verse number 19 through verse 21, okay? Um, I probably could go up a little higher, uh, but I'm going to just go there. I'm going to just go there. Uh, Galatians chapter 2, verse number 19, it says, For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live to God. Now, mind you, uh, keep in mind also that Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish the law, if you will, but to fulfill it. So, uh, I guess therein you could see some confusion as well because he did not do away with the law per se because it's the law that helps us to recognize the sin that we're operating in. Okay? So let's, let's, let's keep that in mind. Okay? So now, let me finish this. Verse number 20 says, My old identity has been co-crucified with Christ and no longer lives. And now the essence of this new life through this new agreement or new covenant, okay, is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loved me so much that he gave himself for me, dispensing his life into mine. So that is why I don't view God's grace as something peripheral. Listen to this. For if keeping the law could release God's righteousness to us, in other words, if we could uh, declare ourselves righteous through the law alone, okay, then Christ would have died for nothing. My brothers and sisters is so thick and so rich. You can cut that with your finger, okay? And it does not get much clearer. And I agree with Seth when he said there are countless, countless scriptures. I think he referenced uh, Romans chapter 2. Romans chapter 2, verse 29. Uh, Verse 29, I believe, verse... 28 and 29. Um, let's look at that right quick. Okay. Um, I don't want to take up too much time because I'm, I'm, I'm eager to hear the other perspectives in this area. Uh, verse 28 in Romans chapter 2. Uh, said, you are not a Jew if it's only superficial, for it's more than the surgical cut of a knife that makes you Jewish. 
but you are Jewish because of the inward act of spiritual circumcision. Brother, Brother Micah alluded to this whole circumcision of the heart. Circumcision of the heart is a spiritual thing. It's not, it's not uh, a natural thing, per se. Circumcision of the heart is spiritual, period. The Bible said all letter and no spirit is an abomination, okay? The law and the spirit work its hand in hand. You can't have the law without the spirit, and you can't have the spirit without the law. Let me read on. Verse 29 said, but you are Jewish because of the inward act of spiritual circumcision, a radical change that lays bare, that lays bare your heart. It's not by the principle of the written code, but by power of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. Remember, I said, if the, if the confusion lies in the absence of the acknowledgement of the power, I didn't say this this way the first time, but, but through revelation, this is what I'm hearing in my spirit. But the lack of acknowledgement of the power of the Holy Spirit, this is where the confusion lies. For then your praise will not come from people, but from God himself. Himself. It is our relationship. It is our relationship. You have to recognize the relationship with Christ or with the Father or with Yah. But it's the Holy Ghost that brings us into the fullness of grace, which is God's divine empowerment that causes us or allows us or gives us the ability to walk circumspectly according to the will of the Father. It's the Holy Ghost that gives us that power. It's the Holy Ghost that gives us the power to keep those uh, feet. Yes. It's the Holy Ghost that keeps us from cussing our neighbor out. It's the Holy Gosh. Ghost that gives us the power to love them that spitefully use us. Purcell? Yes. I think you're right. It's spot on, but I think you get... That is the empowerment. I'm finished. I'm finished. But that is the empowerment of the new covenant, covenant right there. That's the empowerment right there. It's the Holy right. Ghost. That's where I'm at, and I'm out. Okay. Uh, we got some hands coming up. All right. Uh, uh, well, Brother Seth, before I do, is there something you want to add on? Or? I just want to say quickly, because I've already spoken, I'm trying to be respectful. Y'all must read Second Corinthians 3 and 6. I'll read real quick. Who also made us sufficient, Paul speaking, as ministers of the new covenant. That's deep. Apostle Paul says, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, 
but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. That scripture is very, very important because if we're not under the new covenant, why did Paul say that the Father made him a minister of the new covenant? It's like, so I don't remember Apostle Paul preaching and saying, I'm preaching about the new covenant, but it ain't came yet. I don't think he said that. He was minister of the new covenant. I just don't get how he can be a minister of the new covenant, but it's not to come yet. I don't never remember his teaching saying that. You know, you talked about him putting his law in us. The scripture talks about his laws. And as one scripture say, you have everything you need. It says, why would it say that? Why would it say you have everything you need? Then later on, we're going to get our law put in us. He said, Christ said, you need not that any man should teach you. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into all truth. Wait a minute. Christ, did you just say the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us into all truth? So he said the Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide you into all truth. So if, if, that's, if, if later on he's going to put his word in us, why do we need the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit leading God into our truth. You got the Holy Spirit leading God into our truth now. We got a word of wisdom that operates through the gifts of the Spirit. We got a word of knowledge that operates through the gifts of the Spirit. Paul says, Scripture says, I don't like to say Paul, the Scripture says, you have an unction in you and knoweth all things. So I can't see all of that you just got, and then later on, he's going to put his word in you. That is his word in you. That is a new covenant. I'm out. All right, all right. I'm sure we all got a lot to respond to on that. <laughs> all right. Um, Eric code 936, uh, your line is open. Is that Brother Ronald? Yes, it's Brother Ronald. I've been listening. All right, all yes, right. Man. I got got, uh, I got some scriptures. I got some scriptures. Yeah, I got some scriptures I want to share. I want to go to the Romans chapter 8. Okay. Romans Roman chapter 8. 8. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start at verse one. All right. Did you want me to read it? Or... Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, read, uh, I want you to. I want you to stop it. Uh, uh, let me see. I want you to stop at verse seven. One through seven. Stop right. at verse seven. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For the carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. All right. Okay, stop right there. Now, now go to James. Now go to James four and four. All right, but okay. Uh, okay, a lot was said here. I'm explaining right. it when I. Okay. Yeah, I'm explaining it when we read this one. James four. Let's read James four and four. All right, James chapter 4, verse 4. 
Yea, adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. All right. Okay, stop right there. Now, 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 this, now, this is a lot being said. Now, it says right here. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna be alone. But it says, therefore, now there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not, not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. So that, so that law of the Spirit is in, in, is in Christ Jesus. That's what we need in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And, and and Christ was the only one to keep the law to perfection without no sin at all. See what I'm saying? He was the only one to, to fulfill that, to, to fulfill that, because uh, he because uh, he uh, he undid what Adam messed up for us. Because when Adam sinned, that's when sin came into the world. And when Christ Christ was the second Adam, and he undid, he undid what, what what the first Adam messed up. So he got back eternal life for us. You know, uh, at that point. But it says, verse 3, it says, For what the law could not do, it was that, and that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sense flesh, and for sin condemning sin in the flesh. Now, this is the point right here, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So uh, the only way that we can, that we can fulfill the law it's, it's through the Spirit, and 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 that's what God is going to be doing. He, he he's fulfilling the law in us. He's go, he's going to be the he's going to be the one that that's doing all the work, not all the work. But he, you know we we have we have to uh, we are coerced with Christ. He's not going to do everything for us. We uh you know the Bible says faith without works is dead. So I'm not saying that we don't supposed to do nothing, but as we hear His word, like we read it today. We have to we have to obey it and do and do what it says through the spirit only through the spirit that we that uh, that uh, that we can obey his law. Now now brother Michael, uh, read verse uh, read verse twenty three. Twenty three uh, of Romans. Romans eight. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Right quick. Just give me a couple more minutes and I'll be finished. Read verses 8 and 9. 8 and 9. Of Romans? Same chapter. Okay. Yes. All right. So then they are in the flesh cannot oh. please. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if wow. any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. There it is, right uh-huh. there, y'all. See that? So, if you don't have this, if you don't have this Holy Spirit, the Bible says you're not in His. Just getting baptized, uh, just getting dipped in that water, is not no salvation. Jesus said, "There's one coming after me. There's one coming after me who's going to baptize you with fire in the Holy Spirit." That's what we need. We need that fire. Uh, we need the baptism of Christ, you know, because it was it was a it was a guy in the new in the new, in the New Testament that was walking with Paul. He said, "I received John's baptism, but I haven't heard of the Holy Spirit." 
You know what I'm saying? And he laid hands on this on this on this man, and he received the Holy Spirit right then and there. You know, so we are we are under the new covenant. We, we you know we don't have to wait because Jesus already died already over two thousand years ago. He's he's already on he's already he's already on the right hand of the Father interceding for us, waiting for us to repent, for he can for he for he can work in us. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So, brother Ron, and then okay. First, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. All right. No, well, go, ahead. The, go ahead. Go ahead. I, go ahead. All right. So what you're saying here is, and I'm in agreement with, we definitely need Christ. Um, but I think there's a, a mixture of different understandings of colliding with each other. Okay. Do you believe that we're still under the Old Testament or the New, uh, I mean, Old Covenant or the New Covenant? Or how do you perceive it to be? Are we in this limbo? What's going on? How, how do you see it, brother? I'm, I'm going to say it right. I'm, I'm going to give you the answer right now. Uh, read verse 23. Uh, read 23, uh, 23 through 25. I'm going to give you the answer right now. Of Romans 8, okay. And even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to witness or wit, the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why do he yet hope for? Uh, but if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. All right, you want me to stop right there? Uh-huh. Yeah, All stop right. right there. Now, uh, it's the last scripture. It's the last scripture. Then, oh. then we can stop right there. Second right. Corinthians chapter, Second Corinthians okay. chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 2 and 4. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up uh, of life. Now he that hath wrought us from the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Stop right there. Now, see, I just, I just, I just appreciate that to uh, verse twenty-three in the same chapter that we have the first fruits of the spirit right now, which have the first first fruits of the spirit. So we have some of it right now, but we won't have all of it. We have to wait. We have to wait until Christ comes because he has because he has to redeem us from our, this captivity that we still in. So we still we're still in our enemy's land right now. He have to he have to redeem us from that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna say that we that we that we're not under the law anymore, you know, because uh Romans three twenty one says, Shall we then shall we shall we then make war of the law through grace? It says, God forbid, yea, we establish we establish the law through Christ. You know, so okay. uh, can so I, anyway we're still under the law. Can Christ I uh is. can yeah. I uh jump in here well, I, not to say uh, not I, not I, to say I wanna I wanna 
this is on Brother go ahead, Ronald. Go ahead, go ahead. This is a clarification thing on Brother Ronald. Uh, again, if somebody says something, you want to comment on what they just said, it's okay. And, and we're coming to you, Brother Mikey, and Brother Yakub, and then after y'all, everybody go, we'll take a break. But really quick, Brother, did y'all hear what Brother Ronald just read when he said, we read, we're no longer in the flesh. If so be it, the spirit of Yah dwells in you. That is major. If we're no longer mm-hmm. positioned in the flesh, do y'all know what that means? We can't be in the Old Testament. Because the law, where there's a law, exactly. Exactly. that's where sin. So what I'm trying to say, I want y'all to really think about what it is. We read these scriptures, we read these scriptures, we can end the Bible study really right now, which we're not. But I'm saying, don't just look over these scriptures. If we're now in the spirit, that's what we position spiritually. When did that happen? I mean, I believe, I'm just saying, if that really happened and our foreparents was in the flesh, they weren't in the spirit yet. The Father hadn't instituted grace yet. But now our new identity is in the spirit. How so when our foreparents was in the flesh and they have to... Of course, Christ went to the, to the grave and preached to them that they received the same thing. But my point is, don't look over that. If we're in the Spirit, and now grace is, how is we put back in the flesh for the law to be over us? Of course, we keep laws and commandments. I'm not saying that. But we're in the Spirit. If nothing else, I cannot produce a scripture stronger than that. I'm out. Okay. All right. All right, y'all. So I think uh, we kind of got uh, a couple of our opinions uh, kind of thrown out there, y'all, and, and that's a good thing. Um, now we we kind of you know gonna dig down a little deeper because <clears throat> what we just really kind of just established in just a ball of uh, uh, in these past few minutes and just a, everybody's going round robin. <clears throat> was that the old meets the new. The old is ready to be waxing away, right? And while it's ready and being and waxing away, fading away, uh, here comes the new, all right? The new Christ have uh, at, uh, established uh, the new covenant at the supper, at their last supper, all right? But we know by reading it, we don't think those are lies. When it says "thus says God," right? We don't think, uh, you know, being that they repeat themselves in Hebrews in the New Testament, we can clearly see that what's being said back yonder way is still prevalent going forward. He is really going to take us from our land, and we all agree to that, and we all understand that that is part of this new covenant. So. Uh, how do we rationalize what's been said into one? And the way we rationalize it, um, I would suggest let's go to Matthew chapter 25, uh, verse brother, 1. Uh, 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 brother Michael, don't forget, brother, uh, it, I don't know how long you're going to go, so I don't know what you're thinking. You may be something quick you're going to do, and if that's, if that's, so, if that's what you're going to do, then ignore what I'm saying. But Brother Mike and Brother Yakub is holding also. We want to get them in 
and then we can always come back after uh, break and just and, and hit on what Purcell said more, what I said more, what you said more. It's up to you, though. That's okay. your part. Of well, show. you know what? Let, uh, uh, Brother Ronald, if you don't mind, if you press 1 again, your hand will go down. Brother Mikey L. and Brother Jacob, if you had a comment, please, please press 1. You know what I'm saying? And, and we'll get you into uh, rotation. But if not, if y'all just want to listen, it's all good, too. It's, it's all good. All right. Uh, no hands yet. I would I'm going like to go and get started. If I can ask, this is just Brother Seth talking. If these brothers don't have to do this, but I thought you was introducing them like co-hosts. So I would like for them to say I don't have a comment, even if they don't have a comment. I just want to hear from them. I want to know what they are. Yeah, are they feeling this? Is it making sense? Is Brother Michael making sense? Is, are we answering Brother Michael's? Uh, are we, are we kind of hitting on what he's saying or something from them, if possible? Okay. Well, after I get through with the scripture, I'll go right to them, Brother Seth, all right? Okay. All right, go right here. All right. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Matthew 25, verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil. For our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so. These there be not enough for us and you. But go, go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. All right? And I... And I I read that. I'm going to stop right there. I wanted to say that that's a parable that Christ uh, left to us uh, to understand about this new covenant. All right? That new covenant and what we said, that what we said wasn't a lie, that we're going to be uh, gathered from all the uh, 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 diaspora, all the places where we are, put back in our lands, giving us new heart. That is uh, still relevant. And even in the New Testament, it lets us know that uh, even our very own children, we don't have to teach them about God. In that day, all needs going to bow. Everybody's going to know him, right? Uh, there's no teaching there. But we do realize and understand that Christ established it at the Last Supper. So what are we dealing with right now? Well, we're dealing with that without no animals. We call, we have faith in our spiritual understanding about God and his son, that his son is able to uh, be that mediator for us. You know, with his name, our sins can be covered, right? That is what we have right now. And I think that when we go to, like, Romans and Galatians and Paul's understanding of Paul's teaching, um, uh, we we got to also keep in mind of the big picture here. Uh, who is exactly is Paul's teaching in? 
You know what I mean? Um, I mean, he's teaching the world, including Israel, uh, however the, his wording, how he's he wording it. See, that little man that's inside of you that wants to break the law, that is the same thing that we call that stony heart. That stony heart of ours is what caused our downfall while we broke God's commandments. It's the same thing. So we got to ask ourselves, why is Paul describing that stony heart as a little man inside of us? Because he's teaching the gospel, y'all. So well, what about a lot the of spirit? people who never, uh, who never. Brother Michael. Okay, well. well finish, well, finish, spirit... finish. Please finish. No, no, no. Please finish. But at the same time, when we have that stony heart, the Bible said we have the spirit of the Christ, Abba Father. And though our Abba man is perishing day by day, our inward man is being renewed. And it talks about that same spirit being a seed in us that can't even sin. That's what's going on inside of the believer. Go right ahead. That's inside the believer. That's where we ask Christ to come inside of us for. All right? But uh, what I'm trying to tell you is that uh, uh, what... Paul is teaching his people who didn't know nothing about nothing. Uh, he is, you know, they are totally oblivious to all of this that we're saying right now. Okay, and they're learning right uh, in Paul's time. Paul's the teacher of a lot of folks that that you know what I'm saying don't know anything about it, right? So well, he's using these type believer. of words. My bad. I thought you was talking about the born again believer because we definitely have the Spirit of God in us. But I see what you're saying. You're talking about Romans 2, people. Go ahead. Well, well, you know, I'm talking about uh, literally all Paul's epistles. Uh, uh, if you're not careful in reading Paul, uh, especially the ones who are not, like, stable and unlearned and what, is the, the, what the big picture is all about, uh, I think there's some things that's in there that may lead to your, your destruction. You okay, so I... Being the error. So, okay, so I okay. did have it right. So those people that Paul is talking to, although their flesh is craving the world, there's that inward man is born again. He has put his law in them because it says that in that person knoweth all things. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Well, if, go ahead. if 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 God has put the rope on with your finger in your heart, you cannot see. Him. With his, I don't know with about God's that. Finger. I don't know about that. See, I mean, you, you don't the spirit. Know. The, no, no, you're right. Y'all bear with me. We, we, this is what we do. It's okay. Brother Kenway, you're right. You're absolutely right. First John 3 says that that thing inside of you cannot spirit. It's called his seed remaineth in you, and you can't sin. That's what has happened to the believer. Our new man, that new thing that was given to us, that foreign thing put into our spirit, can't sin. The born-again Seth, that's my name, can't sin. What my flesh okay. craves this world, Romans 7, my spirit craves the most high. So he has put his spirit in us. He has put his truth, his truth in us. And like he said, a part of me does know all things. That's that thing that he put in us. Okay, so which part is under the law of, of God? The Bible says the in flesh? Romans 8 and 1. Well, you just read it. Uh, oh, uh, therefore, there's no condemnation for what the law could not do in that it was weak. Hold on. Uh, there's therefore no condemnation in Christ for what the law could not do in that it was weak. It goes on to say uh, the law of life in Christ, in Christ, right. has set us free. In Hold Christ. on. Has set us free from the law. Here's another law. In sin and death in our members. 
the law of life in Christ. Right. We're in Christ. The law of right. life in Christ. So that's one right. part of us has set us free from the law of sin and death that's working in our gotcha. members. Gotcha. So what? So do do get on your knees and pray forgiveness of sins. I take it. I think we all right. do, right? Right, because our okay. members upon well, the you, earth are so that, that means, by default, that you are claiming that uh, sometime in the day or last week or whenever, you broke one of God's commandments somewhere, somewhere along the way. Am okay. I right? I see what you're saying. You know what? I see what you're saying. And I want to apologize that I didn't see it until just now. So what you're saying, we're under the we're under the law, under the law. You're right as far as our bodies, our decaying bodies. We don't have a covenant yet for our bodies, but the part of us that the Father worked with, a newborn again person, he is in Christ. He is one with Christ. When you see Christ, you see that's how I can call you brother so and so. How are you related to me? Your name, you're not related exactly. to me. Exactly. But by the exactly. spirit we're related. So according to the spirit, we are under the new covenant. Our flesh is under the old covenant. But here is what we need to be saying. Our life, our relationship okay. is in the spirit. So I wouldn't say that we're in the spirit old and covenant. Because if you say you're under the old covenant, it's, you're implying you may not mean meaning to, but it sounds like you're saying that that new man is under the old covenant. You probably need to just expel it all out, say, part of me is born again, it's into the new covenant, but my flesh, oh my goodness, until Christ appear, it, and my body will be like, I will get that new body, but until then, it's operating in that uh, uh, end of the uh, law. You can say that, and that's it's accurate. Okay, well, Tom... Real quick, real quick, and I pass the mic, real quick. Uh, Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. Truth, spirit, and in truth, right? These commandments are the truth, y'all. So if you, if, what, all right, what I mean by when I say under the old covenant, I mean God's commandments. I don't mean that we under the animal sacrifice. Okay, I believe Christ is now our sacrifice. But these commandments, uh, they are, when you ask for forgiveness uh, and let your flesh take control of you and you do whatever, you're asking with, with, uh, to God to forgive you what sins you committed, what commandments that you have broken, okay? And Christ is going to be your sacrifice. You know, when you're doing this with your mouth, verbally asking God to forgive you for the commandments that you have brought, and, and, and as that blood sacrifice, you are using Christ, all right, to, to uh, be oneness right back with, Christ, with God. You see what I'm saying? So you Let me say this. Christ's name. Brother, okay. Brother oh, Purcell oh. wanted to jump in there. But, but Purcell, please allow oh, me to okay. go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Go ahead. Say that you're under the old covenant, then you are absolutely saying that you're still under the blood of goats. You got the the the, the uh, animal sacrifices and all of that. Why? Because the old covenant is the old agreement. The, the covenant. That's all that thing. All the covenant means is agreement. 
Right. Well, I, I hear what you're saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him finish, Michael, brother Michael. Let him finish, brother Michael. Go ahead, brother Priscilla. When Jesus died yeah, and Michael. the Holy Spirit came, we are now under a new agreement. We have we our sins won't 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 be forgiven. Our sins are forgiven. Our our past sins our future sins, and our present sins. It is all under the blood. Now, Brother, brother right Purcell. Now. All right. Okay. Brother Purcell, hold, all right. On, hold, on, hold, hold on. I was wanting to jump in there after Brother, and you said that I'm glad I let you in there. Now, the Purcell said what he said. I'm going to say what I'm saying, and I'm looking at a clock in less than a minute because Brother, Kenwin, uh, brother Michael, I want to be respectful we're trying to flow, but I got because if I said after what you're saying, I miss my thought. Or, or, or more, more, more importantly, it, it fits right here. Y'all see what I'm saying? Y'all heard what Brother Purcell just said. This is how I repent, Brother Micah, and and this will add clarity. If there, if we're not under the law, there is no sin. Talking about the real me. There. Is no sin. Apostle Paul said, with my members, which we're not in the flesh, brother Ronald Red. We're not in the flesh, brother. And the Bible says, ye are not in the flesh, if so be the Spirit of God dwell in you. So we got to say it like the Scripture said. We are not in the flesh. So what was Paul saying in Romans 7? He said, I want to do right. That's the real him. But he found himself doing things that he hated. There was some going on in his body. He said these words, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Then he goes on in Romans 8 and says, I thank God there is no condemnation. To them that worship God, basically with the inward man. His inward man was craving the Father. He said, for the the law was weak. But he went on to say that with his members he served the law of sin and death. But we're not in our flesh. It, it, it meaning the Father doesn't deal with us in that. Obviously, we, we have bodies as we will be dead below the ground. So what, that's what confuses us, Brother Michael. And, and you're not by yourself. It is very confusing. If people don't really listen to what we're saying, the Father decided he's not going to deal with us according to what we do in the flesh because we couldn't please him. We are now being placed in Christ where we, it says we can sin. First John 3 says, he that sinneth have not never even known God. So you've got to figure out what's sinning. It's your flesh. It doesn't have a covenant, but we're not in the flesh. We're positioned in the spirit in Christ. Now, all this mumbo-jumbo somebody may say sound confusing because we're here we are living the flesh. We're looking at porn. We're lying. We're cheating. We're stealing. And that stuff makes us feel bad. This is why the Bible says don't do it because it's going to wear on our conscience. We live we have been made the righteousness of God now in Christ. Now we're made. We're, I am as righteous as Yah now, right now. I'm as righteous as 
Yah himself. I'm either in Christ or I'm not in Christ. Now, that's where I'm positioned in spirit. Now, my body is still on this earth, and the Father used to require my forefathers to in the body serve him. Of course, he wanted their hearts, but their bodies, they had to offer sacrifice of what they were doing in the flesh. So this is how I repent when I mess up. Listen to the prayer. And then Brother Michael, real quick. Father, I just, I, I, I'm sorry for what I did. Sorry to take control of my body, the real me, the sinless. Did not take authority over my flesh. I say, Father, forgive me. I'm wrong. I shouldn't be looking at this point. I know better. Father, help me overcome this. I thank you've made me righteous. I thank you. you you've made me holy in you. Help me to live worthy in the flesh of what you've done with me in the spirit. I receive your forgiveness because I'm already forgiven. That is not confusing. Let me say it another way. Pastor Paul had some people that were sleeping. A man was sleeping with his father's wife. This is how he talked to him. What are you doing? Gentiles. Even though I'm not there, I, you should judge that brother. Turn him over to the flesh that his spirit might be saved in the day of the Lord. He's talking about curse his brother to where he would die. But if you don't like that scenario, that, that story, another time the apostle was talking to some people and they were sinning. He said, what are you doing? Why are you doing all this? They was really, it's always sexual sins with Israel. He said, you, is fornication going on, all this? Listen to what he said to these people that were sinning. What are you doing? You're holy. You're righteous. You're clean. So why are you acting like somebody that, you see how he says that? We don't see it like that. We think we are what the flesh is doing. Go ahead, Brother Michael. All right. Um. Well, y'all, a lot's being said here, and uh, I think we're going to drift into another topic, all right, of what these guys are saying. But uh, if y'all listen closely, they don't quite want to acknowledge the commandment. You see how you, like, our flesh do it, but our spirit No, 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 brother. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hold on, brother. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because if you live by the spirit, you're going to do nothing but keep the Father's commandments. That's a lie. Right. Do not well, then, do not then, tell then, You're like under that. the command. You no, under that's the disrespect. Hold on, brother Mike. Hold on, brother Mike. Hold on, brother Mike. Let's. We've been doing good. I promise to God. No, I've been talking, y'all. Please forgive me. I'm gonna let brother Mike talk Your as prayer. long as you need to. I'm gonna let you talk as you. But I gotta take this one minute to say this. If you are born again and you have that spirit of God, and you've been led of the Holy Spirit that brother Ronald and others was talking about. Brother and sister, the Holy Spirit was giving us to the we want sin. I'm going to say it. I've been saying on the show since 2011. We keep more commandments than these folks are in their commandment keepers. We can't even be rude to a McDonald's cashier. The Holy Spirit would say, turn around and go back. So that don't sell that. No, we believe in keeping more laws. Hey, family, anybody that's listening, he just compared McDonald's lady to the word of God. You see what I'm saying? He's saying that's a commandment. That, that is, is not a commandment. If the, well, that's like under, if the Holy listen, Spirit listen, says listen, you listen, do it. Listen, listen, listen. Let me, let me, let me, hold on. No, I didn't let you, I didn't let you talk, man. Listen, all I'm saying is that that, that is already in, brotherly love is already in our commandment. That's our moral. 
You're not adding to our to God's law. No, you're not. That's within what he already laid out. All right. Uh, let's, oh, shoot, man. Uh, it's either you believe it or you don't, y'all. Kind of like, pretty much. Do you believe that we're going to be God's forum is going back to their land or not? That's the new covenant. Do you believe we're spiritually in our land right now? Come on, y'all. Y'all got to admit that the uh, uh, parable of the virgins was a, it was spot on. We are engaged to Christ. We haven't consummated the marriage. All right? Okay. So until then, until then, until the marriage comes, all right, we are not fully in that new covenant. You see what I'm saying? It hasn't reached its fulfillment in us. You can die right now and somebody stab you in the chest. You can't in the new covenant. Uh, in the new covenant, uh, there's nothing in you that would break God's commandments. Right now, there's stuff that you can do that can even beam you to hell, even though you got faith in Christ right now. That's also in Scripture. Lord, Lord, I didn't cast demons out of your name. He said he's worker of iniquity. That's a scripture that you got to fit in your understanding. There's all the faith in the world, brother. It, it, it ain't going to help you if you're a worker of iniquity. What is iniquity? It's breaking God's commandments. Brother, so to, to say you're not under it, and how your flesh does it, and you're, like your spirit ain't got no control over over your flesh. It's like riding a horse, all right? Your flesh is that animal that that uh, it'll subject to do this and that. You pull the reins on them. You know what I mean? Yes, it said that the horse still, in his thoughts, in his heart, may still want to go that way, but you can control him, all right? I'm going to read a scripture. Revelation 14 and... Uh, uh, let's see. I heard a voice from heaven, 14 and 2. I heard a voice of heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of great thunder. I heard a, and I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they sung a new song before the throne and before the four beasts. Oh, let me skip down. Uh, these are which were not defiled with women. They are virgins. They are the fallen of the land. Whatsoever he goeth, those were redeemed from among men. In the first fruits of God into the Lamb. Hold on, y'all. I just kind of uh, let's see. Here's oh twelve. That's the one I wanted. Uh, here's the patience of the saints. Are y'all a saint? Ain't we striving to be saints? Here are they that keep the commandments of God. And there's an and there, y'all. The faith of Jesus. Of, of what these brothers are saying, that they keep the commandments of God? They say, spiritually, we're good, but my flesh don't. I, I mean, talk to me, y'all. I'm a, anybody got uh, press one if you uh, got a question, y'all, because I, I would love to get everybody's opinion in on this. Brother, my, brother one Michael, you... before you Go do Go ahead. Go ahead. And we'll definitely take those brothers coming in, not a problem. And you're good with me. You may feel out of whatever, but you're good. You're good with me. Stay there. Stay passionate. Because if what you're saying is true, and some kind of way we're missing a boat, 
you must stay where you're at. Keep saying what you're saying. I just want you to think about this. You keep thinking when you see the diaspora, because it mentioned the diaspora, and then it mentioned how you're going to put its laws in us. In your mind, you think it's got to both be at the same time. It didn't say that. What? You, you you keep talking. You talk about the, the scripture where you read about the diaspora and how he's going to bring us back to the land. You're saying then he talks about putting his law in us. You talk like when that happened, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know that both of those have to happen at the same time. That's number one. But let's just, but here's another thing. Here's more weightier than that. But think about that for a second. Back of your mind, just because he said, I'm going to bring them back in the land, I'm going to put my law in them, you're thinking all this stuff at the same time. But let me just say this to you. Number one, you got to do something with all these scriptures we're saying. We'll read a scripture, and you'll just go right over it, and we just keep going. That's what we do on this show sometimes. We'll read a scripture. We all probably need to go around, Robin, and say, what do you think of that scripture you just read? And I'm talking about the one you read about the diaspora. I'm, being, I'm using my own rule. You talk about the scripture often about the virgins, and you talk about the diet When he says, I'm going to bring you and put you in my land, put my word in you, you're thinking it's got to both happen at the same time. And let's just, yeah. that is powerful. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That is powerful. So everybody, let's just go ahead and just say, brother, brother, the brother may have a point there. So let's just put a, let's put a star there. Because we haven't explained that away for him. Because he keep bringing it up. Neither have we explained it away the virgins, which I haven't even, to be honest with you, that, I mean, I've read it for, forever. But we're talking about hundreds of scriptures. That tells us to obey the Holy Spirit. It tells us to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and body, and the neighbors thyself, and on this hang all the law. If you do those two things, and really, brothers and sisters, not play with this, I'm serious as a heart attack. If you do those two things, really, really do them. Bro, you're going to keep more commandments than Brother Ken Witt and all the Israelites and Americans can come up with. You're not going to lie. You're not going to cheat. You're not going to steal. But just because we don't say the word commandment, he don't hear us saying, keep the commandments, keep the commandments. That's what the Hebrew Israelites talk. They talk about the commandments, commandments. No, uh-huh. I don't talk like that. Hold oh, on. now i got to stop you. Hold on. Now no, i got to no, stop no, you. No, no, hold on. Hold not, on, hold on. Not, no, I waited. No, I waited for you. Brother, I waited for you. Let's jump in. You should wait for me. We've been good. We've been good. Somebody. We've been good. Hold on. We can go to them. And let's calm it down. Let's take it down a notch. You got the mic. I'm going to turn the break over to you. We ain't going to go to break till you finish. But I just want you to think about this. You don't need to get frustrated because I love the Father. I'm trying. I'm not trying to sin. Listen to my spirit, not the letter of what I'm saying. Listen to my heart. Do I sound like I'm going to sin, go out there and sin, sin, sin? Don't do us like that, brother. We ain't on no sinning. You, you've been a co-host on the Five Through Song. You know we're against sin. But we don't say it like you said. We don't say, well, keep the commandments. Keep no, we say, follow the Holy Spirit. We say, if you love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and thy neighbors yourself, you won't do anything wrong. So 
especially if you love the Father. If you love the Father, He's going to do what He tell you. If you love the Father with all thy heart, soul, and body, if you really, if you do it, that's a big year. But if you do it, you're going to be listening to what He wants you to do. So you're not going to tell him about telling not to eat pork, because you're going to be looking and listening to Him. Again, the Spirit moved on people to write the law. You can go to those laws all you want and keep quoting them, quoting them all you want. I'm going to listen to the Spirit that authored those laws because there are certain times you don't keep certain laws, or it looked like they didn't keep certain laws, but you kept the Spirit of it like Christ, who said, get your donkey out of a pit. Who wouldn't if he dropped his donkey on the Sabbath and a hole wouldn't get it out? You won't have to worry about being like a Sadducee or a Pharisee saying, you shouldn't get your donkey out of a hole on the Sabbath. We're going to know that because we listen to the Spirit. The Spirit wrote the law. The Spirit wrote the law. The Spirit wrote the law, brother. The Spirit wrote the law. I'm out. All right, y'all. Um, so, as you can see, um, this is kind of, all right, it's cool if y'all don't want to say nothing. That's cool. But uh, there's a lot of intelligent minds on this panel, and I surely would like to get a comment from y'all. Um, but uh, that, that's cool if you don't. Um uh, so what you want to do, Steph? We going to roll over? Ninety. I want to say this to the brothers that that's not saying anything. On the Five Smooth Stone Network, we have been doing it since 2011, and it sometimes get like this. Brother Micah is all right. Some see we can't see each other. When you can see each other, and you see my hand up, and you see how my manner is, you know I'm finished. So sometimes we over-talk each other. Women don't like this. Sister Thale, I love to hear Sister Thale. That's another person you can bring on the line. I would love to hear from But listen, y'all, we good. I know this brother is serious. That's the only reason why I'm entertaining this. A lot of times I don't talk to Hebrews like this because their heart ain't right. They're not going to hear nothing I'm saying. But I think his heart is right. Let me tell you a little secret. I talked to Brother Purcell, Ambassador Purcell, and I told him, I think we should continue to talk about this. I'm tired of it. But I feel the Holy Spirit is saying you keep talking to it, talking about it, because this brother's heart is right. This brother is really serious, and so are we. What say you, brothers? Sister Thel, I'd love to hear from you, and then, y'all, let's take a break. And I know we normally wrap the show up at 7, but we're going to roll over, everybody. We're definitely going to roll over with this show. So those of you listening online, if y'all want to continue listening to the Five Sons on Network, you got to call their phone number because our show is going to end in, uh, actually, I may be too late. It probably already yeah. ended. But anyway, quickly call 914-205-5590. you got about 30 seconds, and then you can finish listening. Cause we're definitely going to roll over, Brother Michael. Uh, love to hear from Sister Dale, and then we'll take a break if, if that's what you want. Yeah, let's take a break, man. Seth, I would appreciate it if his people chime in. I, I don't even know why I'm saying his people. I would appreciate if the others who are on the line would chime in. That's what makes this, this thing successful. That's what makes this necessary is the different viewpoints but the goal is to get understanding. And again, I apologize if your brother, because I know Brother Kenwin don't know this, but I actually heard, actually, he do know that we talked about it. 
but he had a brother on last week, and the brother just misunderstood. Everybody don't like this going back and forth. A lot of our ladies, for sure, that's why they went there from Sister Dale. But they don't like it. And uh, that's why, long as brothers don't say things like that's crazy, that's dumb, you dumb, you ignorant, that long as we don't have that disrespect, we good. I understand him, but I just didn't want him saying we don't keep no laws because brother, brother, the brother know on this show we do talk about living right. Anytime cops shoot somebody, we come on and talk about that. Uh, if I mis- disrespect him on my show, I say I'm sorry. You know, we, we, come on, y'all. We do not believe in sinning just because we don't say commandments here and there. But, Brother Michael, uh, you heard Brother Purcell. What say about the other brothers and Sister Thel? Okay. All right, all right. Um, yeah, uh, y'all can put your hands down now. We're going to take a break. But after break, uh, uh, we'll, we'll take your questions. I just want to kind of say this. The no, I don't, I don't think that they're just uh, willful sin, sinning, you know, but I I do believe that these good brothers that believe in Christ, uh, that uh, they're not, I don't know, it's like they feel like they're going to be damned or, or something like that. They say with their mouths that they under the commandments, you know what I mean? But uh, we all understand that when Paul wrote that we're not under law, he's talking about sacrificial, right? We're, we're not under the animals, okay? We were under Christ. And I, and I think that's probably part of the communication. At least that's where I'm coming from in reading Paul, okay? Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Oh, there's an echo. Sorry about that. All right, all right. Yeah, but uh, Brother Self, whenever you take us to a break, we'll pick up uh, after the break, brother. And, brother, the reason why we don't say we're not under the law, everybody, is because the Bible says it clearly we are not under the law. We're just trying to obey the apostle, the, the scriptures. It says it clearly we are not under the law, and I read on this show twice. So let's go and take a break, uh, brother. It's the 7 a little bit after 7. We'll come back in about three minutes. Uh, I don't know if you want to do your own break there, brother, but uh, we're going to take a break at this time. Y'all, listen to me. A lot has went forward. This is good stuff. Believe me, and I'm going to try to tone it down even more as we come back, okay, after the break. All right, again, you're tuned to the Five Points on Network as well as Waking Up Israel radio show, and we'll be right back after this short break. Back up where you had it. All right. Can y'all hear me? Hey. If he did it before, he could do it again. Yep.
black brothers and sisters. I want to thank every single one of you for coming in into this powerful show. Yes, it's powerful. Yes, it's powerful. You think Paul and Barnabas, everything was just well monotone. Y'all, we got to get over that. People are very passionate about this this gospel, this Christ, this Yah, this Yahuwah, this Ahaya, and um, and about who we are as a people. I welcome Brother Mike. I welcome uh, Waking Up Israel radio show. No, we don't like to argue. We wish it was smoother. But sometimes, here's the golden rule, brothers and sisters. Then we're going to go to the phone lines and bring them on. The golden rule is this. As long as we keep respecting. And that's why I jumped in there when Brother King would say, you know, about the whole commandments. Because, y'all, I cannot say it enough. Sin will destroy you, brothers and sisters. We are not on no sinning campaign. I just feel like it's not. As a matter of fact, and I'm going to the phone lines. Brother Purcell, your line is open. You there? Can you hear me okay? I want to make sure because I just switched phones, y'all. And my quality, I know, went down. Brother uh, Purcell, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. Can you hear me clear? Yes. Okay. I just want to, before I go to Brother Mike and Wake Me Peace, because they could still be on their break. I don't know if he took some time to take their own break. But before we go to Waking Up, Israel radio show. I want to say this to the brothers. I thank y'all for coming on. Thanks, Sister Dale. Y'all, I hope this show has been what you wanted it to be. We're dialoguing back and forth, and Brother Micah is very serious about his position. He should not, you know, the only thing I say is that one comment about, you know, because we don't say commandments. We, we can. I can say keep his commandments, but the Bible talks about there being two Commandment, all the other commandments hang on. Didn't say there was another commandment, but the two hang on. And y'all, the bottom line is this our forefathers could not keep the law. That don't mean you don't try. Just remember that. Why are you going to be under something that you're going to fail? You can't keep it. So, of course, you want to obey. Outside of believing in Christ, and brother, uh, brother Michael, your line is now open. Your line is now open. Up Israel is now joined. I just opened up their line. But I want to say this real quick before we go to brother Michael. Brother Michael, y'all don't know me. Those of you on Waking Up Israel radio show, you don't know brother Seth, and so that's why I cut in and I apologize if I said it too loud or if I didn't let him finish and then say what I said. I apologize for jumping on him when I did. I should have waited till he finished, but. You just don't know how hard I suffer trying to love people. You don't know how hard I try to live right. You don't know how hard I try to not have the different sins that we're tempted with. Y'all don't know how much of a sacrifice Brother Priscilla and I trying to keep our marriages right. And when somebody say you don't regard commandments because we're saying we're in the spirit and we're holy and we're righteous, we're just quoting the scriptures, maybe we're amateurs at it or maybe I'm an amateur at it. But that don't mean I just believe you can do any old thing. And I just want to say this really quickly. First, in Romans 6, Paul starts off saying this. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? That's how I know I got it right. Because if I'm teaching what the apostle is teaching, people are going to say this. Brother Seth, what are you trying to say? We just see sin, sin? That's what I think I hear Brother Michael saying. He can defend himself. But whenever I hear people say that, I know that that's exactly what the apostle got. So what are you saying, Paul? And then Peter even said, 
any man say he haven't sinned, he lied. He's lying, the truth ain't in him. But if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us. I know what Peter meant by that. I know what Paul meant by that. But if you're in Christ and the Father wants to take our identity and put it in Christ, I'm not going to complain about it, especially if I cannot keep the law for my righteousness. When we say we're not under the law, all we're saying is we're not made righteous by it. I have never, last thing I'm going to say, I have never in my 62 years on this earth listening to people that preach grace ever heard these words. We just don't care about sinning. We just sin, sin, sin. Even the people that act like that when they get up in, in the churches I've been at, they better not say that. So, yes, people are going to feel like they can sin, sin, sin. And maybe that's what's got Brother Michael concerned. You see people just living, okay, fine. But ain't nobody saying you can just sin, sin, sin. We know sin takes you away from the Father's uh, 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 presence as far as the guilt will do that, the guilt, not where you're in the position there. It won't take you away in the spirit, but it'll, it'll condemn your conscience. I'm out. Go ahead, Brother Michael. Again, welcome back, Brother. Show us in your hand. All right. Um, yes, brother. I think it's just a communication error. At the end of the day, that's what I think that it is. Because um, if we both love in the Father and love in Christ, we're going to be obedient to all that the Father requires from us. But I Absolutely. think that the, the issue is that we don't know what laws to keep, apparently. You know what I mean? Holy Spirit does. Um, yeah, the Holy Spirit does. But then, again, we see brothers who don't think that the Holy Spirit guided them to a barbecue or a workshop there. Well, that's on them. They, we they, can't judge our life by No, 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 we're not. And that's why I'm not done talking yet, Brother Phil. My, my point is that could be a cop-out if you're not careful, saying that the Holy Spirit lead me. And, but if he's leading you that you're breaking God's commandments, brother, then that's not the Holy Spirit that left you there. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Because the Holy Spirit Amen. will not break God's commandments. Amen. You see what I'm saying? So the question is, at the end of the day, the million-dollar question is, what's a sin, y'all? We ask them to forgive us for our sins. And I, I remember uh, that there are some of commandments that we deem to be covered. Right? Covered. Right? It's no longer applicable to the Father. And I think on this part of the show that I think we would like to uh, dig into. But before I do, I got some hands raised on on my panel. Let's start uh, with Sister Thel first, okay? All right, Sister Thel, your line is open. All right, you got yourself on mute, Sister Thel? All right, Sister Phil. Okay, okay. She, uh, I guess, is occupied. I'll come back to her. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, uh, Brother uh, uh, Mickey L. All right. Okay, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you now. You're live can on the air. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. You're live on the air. So I, I wanted to, I, I just wanted to address, because 
you know, I sat here patiently hearing Romans chapter 8, um, uh, Romans chapter 2, Hebrews chapter 8, actually Hebrews chapter 9 goes along with it. Um, Matthew 25, you're talking about the five wise and five foolish. Um, so here's the, here's the thing. There are pieces of the puzzle that's missing in the conversation in order to bring everything together. Okay. So what? What? So what? Hold up, hold up, hold up, Micah. Is, is hold that, up, uh, brother Micah? I mean, Micah. Yeah, we got some noise in the background, folks. Uh, brother Self, I think it's on your end. Okay. Uh, oh, go ahead, brother okay. Micah. Uh, okay, I'll watch that. All right, go ahead, brother Micah. So, my my. A humble contention is uh so we from what I can tell, um see when it talks about in Romans chapter eight and the context is um the law of sin and death and the law of the spirit of life which is Yahusha, the the, the Messiah. So one had read earlier also that when Christ died he condemned the law of spirit of the spirit uh, 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 of the uh, the law of sin and death in the flesh absolutely so you absolutely. have the, you have the old Adam in the flesh and you have the new Adam who is spiritual is Yahusha that's ruling the new heart so when Paul is mentioning in Hebrews 8 and 9, he's talking about the high priest. Who's the high priest? It's Yahushua who, who's actually the high priest in the heavens after the order of Melchizedek because we can also read in the book of Hebrews where it said that, and that word means there was a change in the law. That word literally means to transfer from one place to another, there was a change in the priesthood. So you went from the Levitical priesthood to the order of Melchizedek, which is the order that Yahusha is doing right now. So here is where the rubber meets the road. Now we got to figure out because what we don't want to do. Okay, so in this age, this this renewed covenant is 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 full effect. It actually it started. On Shavuot, which is what we're in the season of right now, which is the fourth festival, which is the only one that um, that happens in the summertime, or early part of the summer, late spring or early summer. So that marriage covenant, or uh, uh, what's called a ketubah marriage feast, uh, the ketubah marriage covenant, that was renewed because the old covenant. Now keep in mind. The sacrificial offering, which deals with the heart, he's not doing away with the culture because we have Israelites who are on the continent that still have that in their culture. What Yahushua was driving at was the heart issue, our inability, our inability 
to love as Christ loved, as Yahuwah loved. That's the problem, which the other brother said it started with the first Adam. Adam had no problem before the transgression to Kuwait or Eve. They had no problem with a love issue. They had no I, uh, problem with bro- Brother Michael. There, there was no selfishness. Huh? Brother Michael. Self, can you just mute your line or something like that? Uh Purcell, I've gotta be you because I'm just sitting here still. I'm on mute, Seth, so it ain't me. Okay, I'm, let I'm, me I'm, mute my line. I'm let, myself, let me be Okay, I'm gonna mute my line, y'all. Go ahead. Alright, go ahead and continue. There we go. It stopped. All right, go, go, go ahead, brother Michael. So yeah, so what the uh, so what the issue is is that when you're dealing with the hundred and four to four thousand, there's a there's a that's what you call a dispensation. If y'all will follow me, please please follow me. When um, when uh, Shavuot came, when the Ruach Hakadesh or, uh, or the Holy Spirit was given. When they went into the upper room, that was the beginning of a new dispensation or a new age. There was a changeover with how Yahuwah was going to deal with us because, remember, the Ruach was poured on us first, and then it was poured upon the Gentiles afterwards, right? So now we got to get into the other components that needs to be at. Everybody going to Paul and the others, but nobody really except really actually touched on the mediator of the covenant, which is the words of Yahushua. Because we get into what he's really trying to say and start putting together, then everything else will start coming together. Because what we don't want to do is we don't want to be castaways. And when you do a closer examination into the scriptures, there are many castaways, and these people that were castaways actually thought if you examine what they say and how they reacted, they thought it was good. They thought they was born a second time. They thought they had received a new heart. And so when we're talking about being humble, whatever idols that we have in the heart, we need to ask you who to remove that. And not only that, we need to make sure we put all the pieces of the puzzle together because there are components in this thing when we're trying to understand that. You right. understand what okay. I'm saying? So, okay, brother. So let me um so the, because the actual word is not new, it's renewed covenant. So, keep in mind the moral commandment that he gave to Moses on Mount Sinai. And the reason he gave it to Moses is because of our inability. You can't tell listen. You don't tell nobody to love if they already know how to love. You don't give nobody a set of code and say, listen, these first four right here, you need to do that toward these last six over here, you need to do that to your neighbor. But what do we keep on doing? What do our ancestors keep on doing? What do we still do today even though the renewed covenant is in full effect? We still do not know how to love in truth. So how do we how do we reconcile that? What does the scriptures really have to say about that? 
Can I go to a few scriptures, please, and what Yahusha had to say to bring it out? Can I have permission to do that, brother? Yes, yes. Go ahead, and brother. So, go ahead, right ahead. Yeah, uh, just uh, just uh, two of them, brother. There's another hand that's up, okay? So uh, let's, let's go to two scriptures, and then we'll pass the mic, all right? Uh, where, where you want to go, brother? I, I, I tell you what, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm have to buy out because if uh, because in order for me to bring out what I'm saying, you got to have give me freedom to bring out what I'm really trying to say. Or just, brother or yeah, we, we hadn't heard from him. Comment on. Let him do it because we hadn't heard from him really. All right, brother. All right. Please go ahead, brother. Where, where are you going? So listen, we're gonna we're gonna look into um. And I'm just going to give, because we have the audience out there for those that take notes. We're going to look at Mark, Matthew 16, 27 and 28. Mark chapter 9, 1 and 2, 9 and 27, 26 and 27. And John, are you hooking on? Uh, chapter 8, verses 51 and 52. Because there are some serious questions we need to ask here in relation to not only was he talking to them at the time, but he was brother, talking to us my brother, throughout I, his age. Really quickly, my brother, if you don't mind, I'm going to put you on a four-minute timer if you don't mind and just try to do what you're doing within four minutes. While we don't want to limit you, we want to get all the scriptures out, but you know how to, you can work that and still get all that in. I just want to be with callers on your end, his end, and my end. I don't have any hands up, but just, just so you know that. you got free reign, though, but go right ahead. I, I tell you what, let me let me respectfully bow because I, 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 if I can't, if if four minutes is up, it's going to be useless if I can't bring out my point. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to talk for 30 minutes or 15 minutes. Well, if you go but a little I bit, that's you, no problem. Uh, listen, by, listen, by, listen, by, listen, brother, listen, brother. Hold, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, on brother, brother Michael. Hold on, brother Michael. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to be rude. No, no, I'm not trying to be rude. I understand. And, I, and I'm respectful to everybody, and I understand. But when you have a conversation like this that was carried on for a period of time, and you got brothers like me and your your cold, you're patiently sitting back listening to the dialogue, right? You got and, and go, ahead, brother. Your go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And you trying it's to fix 27 the engine, It's 27 hours. You know, you no, got no, no, a person on. in there that Hold can... on, because you got scriptures. Hold on, you got scripture to talk about. We're going to let you go ahead, brother. I'm going to give you. Let me just go ahead. We'll, we'll just, we'll just, because you're right, you haven't said anything. And that's, you was respecting us. So go ahead. We've talked a lot. Go ahead. We'd love to know what you other brothers have to say. We've said enough. Go ahead. All right, so let's go to Matthew 18, the other 16 that I was first mentioned. And let me, let me go there as well. Um, Matthew 16. All right. Uh, what verse, brother? Now, we're going to look at uh, 27 and 28. All right. I'm going to read it. For the now, son everything of... he said before that, picking up, 
Yeah, hold on. Everything he said before that needs to be included, but I want to point out something specifically. But uh, so, verse twenty-seven and twenty-eight, please. For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. All right. So, um, because when we get into the other scriptures, he's going to give additional details, right? from all um, four of the Basora Gospels. So I want to ask the panel or anybody here, when he's talking, in verse 27, what event is he talking about? And I know I'm speaking to seasoned brothers that have seasoned brothers up here. Brother, do me a favor for time's sake. So what is verse 27 speaking of? Do do me a favor for time's sake. If you allow us brothers to talk, we may get to talking real fast, and it may make your presentation longer. If you could, just present them. We're, we're waiting. We'll take, take your time, but I would okay. prefer you not, because if you right. ask me, I may take five minutes, and then Brother Patel may take three minutes, and another brother may take two minutes. We looked up, and time is up. We only got 30 more minutes in this show. 10-4. All right, so verse 27 is speaking about at the end of this age, uh, if you look up the word world and the parable of the wheat and the calves, uh, ended up talking about the reaping. Uh, the angel's going to do the reaping and separate the wheat from the calves. This is what he's talking about. So this is a corporate gathering he comes in the air. And no, I'm not using the word, but it's a caption away, right? And this is a harvest of souls. And actually, this particular festival, Shavuot, is very significant, too, because um, when you read about Ornan in the Old Testament, I'm just talking, I'm just mentioning the name. Ornan did a threshing of the wheat. The wheat deals with this particular festival that's called Shavuot because they separate the wheat from the tares. So this also deals with a soul, too. That's what that foreshadows to us. Now, he says, it makes a sentence. He says, truly I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death until they see the son of Adam coming into the kingdom. Now, when he's talking about death, and if you look that word up in the Greek, um, that word um, actually has two meanings, your spiritual condition or a physical, or if you go to Revelation chapter 20, to be more specific, he's talking about this death that has to be removed from within our heart being dead and not trespassing and sin, he said, death and Sheol shall be cast into the lake of fire, which is fire and brimstone. All right? So let's go to the next scripture. I want to get on through this. Mark 9 um, and 1. So let me go there. Mark chapter 9. And he says, and he said unto them, truly I say unto you, he's repeating this again, there be some of them that stand here which shall not taste of death till they see the kingdom of Yahuwah come with power. Now, he's not talking about this where he does He's talking about another coming 
Because I'm going to tell you why he's saying that as we keep going through this. All right? Just listen to where I'm going with it. All right, so we're going to look at Luke 9 and 27. Luke 9 and 27. Luke 9 and 27. And we're going to start with verse 26. He said, For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the son of Adam be ashamed. Now, here he goes. Shall come in his glory and in his father's and of the holy angels. He's talking about when he's going to separate the wheat and tares again. But the second part, hold on, hold on. he's talking Brother about Michael something L. He said, Brother but Michael I tell L. you of a truth. Yeah. Brother Michael, turn this into the topic we were on because I'm not seeing a relation. It's very good, but I'm not seeing it relating to what we were talking about before the break. Well, yeah, I am. It is related to the topic, but when I was saying there are pieces missing in the conversation, I was trying to bring out one of the pieces because both of you were right. My car was right, and you was right about the new covenant, it's a matter of plugging it in at the right place because it started on Pentecost. So the renewed covenant has already been being given. So what the issue is, which maybe needs to be for another um, station, is how do you know you received it, which deals with your salvation and what all is included within it. So when he's talking about tasting of death, he's saying, when you read the other one, because in, in John chapter 8, you will hear those saying, what do you talk about? Abraham is dead and the father's dead. What do you mean there are some of you standing here, some that are standing here that shall not taste of death? Well, if you look at the fact that he's talking about coming back to them in a personal supernatural revelation and offer them a new heart personally. Revealing himself. So this is really all over the scriptures hidden in plain sight. Because we can see here and talk about the new covenant, the renewed covenant, which, like I said, it's already, Hebrews 8 and 9 tell you that. It's already here. Because Paul goes back to the Torah, Jeremiah 31, Ezekiel chapter 11, 19, et cetera, and he talks about it. So what we should understand, what we need to understand is how do you know you received it lawfully according to the commandment of Yahushua? But with that being said, I'm going to land my mic. Thank you. Appreciate All that. right, man. Let me put you back on hold. Um, see, there's uh, Brother uh, Ronald. Open your mic up. Do you have your yeah. hand up, brother? All right. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I got a couple of scriptures, but I, I I do agree with what Brother Michael said that we're not fully in the new covenant right now because there's still some things that, that haven't been fulfilled in all the old But I want to go to uh, first. I want to go to Luke chapter one. Uh, hold on, hold on, Brother Ronald. You read that for me, Brother Michael. Brother Ronald. Uh, yeah. You said there's some things that haven't was yeah. fulfilled in the Old Testament. Brother Seth, do you? Believe that things in the Old Testament has to be fulfilled. Um, yeah, already, I think or... 
I think all scripture have to line up. If you guys got two or three scriptures in the Old Testament and it's not lined up with about 800 scriptures in the New Testament, which one you think I'm going to go with? So I do well, think uh, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm literally – hold, hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm reading Ezekiel 20 right now as uh, just, just after the brother just went. And I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking Israel might have – anyway, here's what I know in my mouth. I know this. All scriptures have to line up. And, Brother Mike, as I've told you, your interpretation or your presentation of, of, of us coming in, into the land and putting his word in us, I, the Paul, Apostle Paul has said so many times he put his word in us already. I don't know what to say. You don't believe it because we haven't come into the land. You're saying, well, wait a minute. We're supposed to come into the land and he put his word in us. Let me get it out what I'm saying. It's not lie mean you just – it may be incorrect. That's not I'm true. You. Maybe you don't feel it. Maybe it's not true. Okay. But, again, it's hundreds of scriptures, hundreds of scriptures, brother. Not no one or two or three that we can fuzzy here and oh, there, Greg. Oh, oh, that's 800, so, a million scriptures. Now listen what, about the look, okay, go ahead. I never well, I need, this is what I need you to do. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done for the night. I'm not in a bad spirit or nothing, but I feel like we did a very good job. Brother Purcell, myself, Brother Ronald even, uh, I, I'm very, very serious. I hear you laughing, but I'm very, very serious. Let's keep it serious and respectful. The brother just said, according to some Old Testament prophecies, he don't think we're in the New Testament. I would like for him to share, in addition to what you already share, please don't share the same ones for time's sake, but what additional scriptures in the Old Testament I can go to 1 John 3, where it talks about you can't sin. It says if you sin, you're not even seeing the Father. you got to fit that into your theology. If you can't, well, let's move on to the scripture. No, no, no. How is it? What about, uh, what about you, Brother Michael, that haven't sinned? It's a part of you, if you're truly born again, that is, and I believe you are, that haven't sinned. So you can ask God for forgiveness of what your flesh is craving. But if you're truly born again, the Bible says you have a sin. Paul said, "Come on, keep it real, Paul, man." Okay, so now Paul, you want That's what. Yeah. Listen, that's what we need to talk about. Now you're being honest. I don't believe I'm, the Apostle Paul. I've been say honest. It. Say it. Now, I do you don't believe, believe the Apostle Paul. Paul is not okay. my cornerstone that I build off of. He's yours. Okay. I now, believe. Listen. If we can, I told you we can have a Bible study where we don't make yeah. none of Paul. So let's stop throwing eggs I, at each can, other. Can let's, hold, please, on, please, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Last been, person, last thing, please, please. I gotta say this. I gotta say this, brother Kenwin, brother Michael. Hold on, whoever's that trying to get in. Last thing I'm gonna say, brother Michael. Please don't disrespect each other like you was disrespected by the one brother. Keep it. We're serious. We're men of God. We're not trying to not see nothing. We're just saying your presentation, you're going up against lots and lots of scriptures that's saying something else, brother. Don't put us down. Brother, go ahead, the other brother, with what you have. Say you have some Old Testament scriptures that say we're in the New Testament. I would like to know what that is. Oh, all right, before you do, I got something I want to say. All right. Uh, you can all you want to say how you got 800 have, scriptures, but, but my point is that the Old Testament is a lot bigger than the New Testament, okay? There's a lot more scriptures over here 
pointing to the commandments and Christ returning over here. Brother. Well, you got to name so, more than the name. You got to name better than in your presentation. In my, I thought we had somebody. I got to the off. point. I got to the point in my presentation, brother. No, you gave right. about three uh, go, scriptures, go brother. Serious. I can name them. Uh, brother, hold on. And how many scriptures you came with? I have got to be respectful of other people. We have over. I'm not just saying this, y'all. Well, I'm trying to let the saying. other brother in. I'm trying to let the I other brother in. Let's, let's let the other brother Yeah, let's let the other brother in. Let's, let's okay, brother. Yeah, we got it. Okay. Go ahead, brother. The other brother. Go ahead, brother, please. Okay. You ready, brother Michael? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. You ready? Go ahead. Okay. Okay, go to uh, first go to uh, Luke chapter one. All right. Luke chapter one, uh seventy one. Read that just that one verse. Read read seventy one through uh seventy four. All right. That we should be saved from our enemies. We should be saved from our enemies. Say it again. Say it again. That we should be saved from our enemies and from the hands of all that hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember this holy covenant, the oath Uh which he swore to our father Abraham, that Uh he will grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear. In holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. Go ahead, bro. Okay. Okay, stop right there. Now now we know that we still are in the land of our enemies. So we know that he has to come back and do this for us. And it's gonna be we're gonna be able to see this thing too. Now now go to uh go go to Jeremiah chapter uh thirty. Verse 16. Oh, hold on. So this, hold on. this, this have not been fulfilled hold on. yet. Hold on, hold on, brother. Whenever somebody a scripture, we just say a little something. We'll just condition. We'll just, com- we'll just, if anybody want to re- say something, we'll just try to make it 30 seconds. I want you to finish. Got the mic. We're good. Good to hear another. I'll go ahead. go ahead. But if you saying, if you saying verse 71 is proof, we're in the Old Testament because of what it's saying about our enemies. We have power over our enemies right now. The Bible says, the Father told Christ, Christ said to us, Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy right now. What's your next scripture, please? Okay, can I say something real quick? Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Brother, I agree with you that I agree that we do have. I agree that we do have power over the enemy right now, but when, but when, but when God, when the Most High took Israel into to captivity, He took all of the, He took all of us, the, the the bad and the good, the righteous and 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 the, uh, I mean the wicked and the righteous. So all of us, when all of us are in slavery together, as as a as a whole, you know what I'm saying? You know, so it's just not about the righteous; it's about the wicked too, because he wants to save them too. He wants to deliver them too. So I, I'm saying that there's still some things that Christ has come. There's still some things, the scriptures that haven't been fulfilled yet. 
that he has to come back and do for us. And we know that we are still in captivity right now. We are still slaves to the nations. We are not, we are not in control right now. The, 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 the let Caucasian race, the me entire ask. kingdom. Are in, yeah. are Go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, no, let, me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. The Bible says that the earth is given into the hands of the wicked. And we know who's ruling the world right now, the Gentile kingdom. And God and, and, and God is letting them operate in this in this uh, in this uh, in this kingdom. I mean, in this uh, in this world because because we failed, you know. So uh, I'm going to go to Jeremiah chapter thirty. Before you go to Jeremiah, I got a quick question in the mouth. It's a question, not a comment. It's a question. What's your name again? Okay. What's Ronald, your name, quick, brother Ronald? Brother Ronald, let me ask you a question. If Brother you woke Ronald. up this morning, if you woke up this morning from the time you lay it down, if you're led by the Holy Spirit and you do what it says, I want to ask you a question. Did the Father save you from your enemies? Will he save you from your enemies if you're led of his spirit? Now remember, Christ came under the same condition, had enemies everywhere. Was he saved from his enemies? So question you, Brother Ronald. If you're led of the Spirit, truly no funny stuff, no hocus-pocus speaking in tongues, uh, playing tongues, I mean real, real Spirit, will you be saved from your enemies, yes or no? And, uh, uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, no because, Paul, Thank because you. Paul had trouble on, on every side. Paul had Paul trouble on every saved. side. And they, they, David had enemies too. Hold, hold on, David had enemies too. Oh, David, David had enemies didn't have too. The Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about that. Delivering. That's a different covenant. That's a different I, I, covenant. Let's stick with your long, new covenant. How long, brother? Let me let, let, let me let me let me finish, brother. Let me finish. You can cut me off. The Holy Spirit was was uh, grace was in the Old Testament as well too, but the Holy Spirit was, was not in Holy them Spirit. as it as it is in us today. But but so, but the spirit the spirit has always been around. This is nothing new, you know what I'm saying. But we we have we have a more better covenant than than they did, you know what I'm saying. Do we? Oh, so, you really uh, believe that now? So okay. uh, I said we have a better covenant than they had. Yeah. I don't see how I don't see how okay, you believe that. If you, feel like, if you feel like our enemies is is just well, let them explain. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, not, I'm done. My bad, y'all. That was. I just don't get it. I don't get it. But go ahead. I, it's obvious. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother uh, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going, we're, going, we're going to Jeremiah. We, we're going to we're going to uh, Jeremiah chapter uh, chapter thirty. Je- Jesus said. Jesus said before we go there. Jesus said, "In this world, you shall have a tribulation." He didn't promise us a smooth sailing, but he said, "Be of good cheer. I'll become the world." So we're going to have trouble in this world as long as yeah. we're in this flesh. Because that's what Paul was struggling with in, in Romans chapter seven, the flesh and the spirit. So until we live this world, we, uh, the devil is always going to try to uh, 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 get us off track. All right. So what scripture? What scripture? Jeremiah chapter Jeremiah chapter thirty, verse sixteen. Just read that one verse. All right. Therefore, all they that devour thee shall be devoured, and all thine adversaries, every one of them. Shall go into captivity, and they that spoil thee shall be a spoil, and all that prey upon thee will I give for a prey. All right. Stop right there. Now this is my last one. 
This is my last one. Uh, 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 Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 14. Yes. All right, all right. Now you want to start at verse 1 or what's that? Yeah, yeah, verse 1. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. And they and the strangers shall be joined with him, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And the people Amen. shall take them and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids. And they shall Amen. take them captive, whose captives they were. were. And they Absolutely. shall rule over their oppressors. Absolutely. All right. Amen. And it shall come to pass and it shall come to pass in, in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow and from thy fear and from the hard bondage wherein thou wast made to serve. All right. Absolutely. Okay, stop right there. Now this this has, this this has not taken place yet. This is spiritual prophecy. So Christ has to absolutely. come back to do this, and that's going to be absolutely. doing a thousand-year reign. So, so this, has, this, this has not taken place yet. Absolutely. So everything is we'll everything, agree with that. everything has. I'm gonna say this: every, everything has been fulfilled in the spirit, but everything has not been fulfilled in the, in, in, uh, in the physical. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's why. That's why. He, that's why he said, uh, I, "I'm going to give you. I give you a choice to choose between life and death, blessings and curses." Deuteronomy chapter uh, 30, verse 19. So we have a choice to choose to, to choose to go all the way with God, or we got a choice to stop. So salvation is conditional term. It's not, it's not unconditional. It's on conditional terms. You can't lose what you have gotcha. if you gotcha, go back. Brother. All right, all right. Put so, you back so, on hold. So this, so, yeah. All, right, I put on, all right, I'll put you back on hold, brother. All right, brother. If I could just say this. Really quickly, really quickly, we have to wrap up the show. Brother, first of all, forgive me for my little interruptions there, okay? Uh, uh, just, just I was trying to get you to get to the point. I get this way whenever we get within 15 minutes of closing because we've got to put a lot in. Brother Michael wanted to probably play a final song. That last verse was not saying what we're saying. That last verse, everybody on my show agree with. We know that when the millennium comes, certain things Israel are going to go through. We understand that. The whole argument today was that you weren't off topic. That is something that's to come, and that's ours, and we claim it. You're right. Appreciate that. The verse before that I couldn't – I didn't get a chance to hear because I had something going on here. But I just want to say this, y'all. Y'all heard, those of you online listening, you heard Brother Michael. You've heard the emotions. Go and pray. Um, there's no need of me trying to say anything. Y'all heard a lot. Uh, I know I made the comment, oh, there's a lot more scriptures. I'm sure somebody somewhere can mention some more scriptures that for Brother Michael to prove his point. You know what? At the end of the day, you got to seek the Father in your own prayer closet and get an answer. I don't. You don't belong to me. We Israel, true, but I don't own people. I don't have no bones. This I don't have no dogs in this fight, so to speak. If you don't believe what I'm saying, you don't have to. You believe in Christ, and you believe, if you accepted the Father by way of Christ. That's the biggest, that's the way to matter, all right? So I done said everything I could say. There's nothing else I can say. 
Go to Michael. I'm going to let him go. I'm going to let him go round robin. we wrap up the show. Everybody, please don't take no more than a minute. We've done as best we can. If we want to do a part two, fine. But I would think, uh, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind talking as long as we can stay respectful. These brothers did a good job, Brother Ronald. Uh, brother Michael, brother uh, Yakub, even Yakub, I, I, uh, I thank you, brother uh, Purcell, Bassett, brother Michael, sister Thel. I'd like to hear from her at least before we go though. And uh, uh, but I think all of y'all did a wonderful job. I'm not just trying to be politically correct. Y'all did what y'all felt you should say. Let the people go in and, and, and gather from the Holy Spirit, which is my guide. I try to obey the Holy Spirit. That way I'll cover every law I'm supposed to do. Can nobody come behind me and tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you forgot a law. I, I go by the Holy Spirit because when we start talking about the laws, it gets it gets even more debatable, which laws, when you know. So that's Brother Seth. Brother Mike is in your hand. Actually, let me go with uh, uh, Brother Purcell because he's five smooth stones. Uh, I mean, we, we I don't like all this kind of – it's just a brother. I just want him to go. I'm not even looking at it from our different camps or nothing because we, you know, we. it's not that kind of party. It's just brothers on the line. So, Brother uh, Ambassador Purcell, I'd like for you to go. And then, Brother Mike, I'm turning over your hand. But just remember, I want you to end it by four minutes till because I want to go out with a powerful song. Brother Purcell, please, no more than a minute, everybody. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I, to be honest, Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna go. I'm, I am gonna say this though. I am more confused now that the show is ending than I was when we started. Um, and I'm and I'm so confused because here this 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 is what it is for me. This is the this is the long and short. Okay, Christ died. Okay. And the Holy Ghost came and took up residence on the inside of me. Corinthians 5 and 17, or 1 Corinthians 5 and 17. I think it's 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new absolutely there the long and short is christ died on the cross and he rose okay and the holy ghost propitiation jesus and christ jesus the christ himself came as a propitiation for sin sin is separation from the father well he reconciled us back under a new agreement. So all of this uh, stuff that hasn't happened yet has nothing to do, in my opinion, has nothing to do biblically with the new agreement. Has nothing to do with the new agreement. Has nothing to do with the power of the Holy Ghost living on the inside of me. So, with that being said, um, I'm out. It's your boy, Ambassador Purcell and Del Porsche, all the way out here in Cincinnati, Ohio, representing Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, where we believe in bringing the saltiness back to the believer. 
through rightly dividing the word of truth and kingdom principles. And I'm out. All right. Brother Michael, okay. can everybody, one minute, please, please, let's stick with the name. Say you did very good. Gotcha, gotcha, very gotcha, good. gotcha. Uh, Powerful. Uh, hey, hey, man, I just kind of put my heart out there is what I believe. We don't have to touch on this subject, man. But it was important that I get it out between the five smooth stones and waking up Israel because uh, the scriptures say that uh, if I don't warn my brothers and sisters out there, that their blood would be on my hands, right? We got to warn them that um, uh, some heavy stuff is coming on the day of the Lord, and we don't know when it is. So we got to live our life like the day of the Lord is tomorrow, like it's next week, man. And uh, and I kind of put my understanding out there, y'all. Um, I read a scripture earlier, with Lord, Lord, I didn't cast demons out of your name. Now, you got enough faith in Christ to cast out demons, y'all. Uh, I mean, obviously. No, he didn't cast out demons. Oh, oh, uh, hey, 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 man, what you doing? My bad, my anyway, bad. He didn't cast out demons. He said he did. Uh, uh, no wise saying. Oh, I'm going with the Bible say. It didn't say he uh, cast out demons. He said he cast out demons. I'm, I'm telling you that, brother. Let me finish. Uh, uh, come on, let me, let me finish. That's what I mean by rightly dividing. But go ahead, brother. Rightly dividing. He didn't. The Bible didn't say cast the verse. Do I need to get he to the verse? He said, day? I cast out the verse. Go ahead, brother. Do I need to get to the verse? No, the verse said, did I, not, have I didn't freestyle it right. I didn't freestyle it. Is that what you're saying? I'm not freestyling it right. The Bible didn't say he cast out devils. It didn't say that. Quote the word, Listen, brother. We're just serious. Can I close, man? Go ahead. I'm not, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyway, man. Um, so anyway, man. This brother uh, was cast into outer darkness, wailing and gnashing of teeth, right? And uh, uh, Christ told him he was a worker of iniquity. Do your research, y'all. Find out what that iniquity is. Because apparently, uh, whatever relationship he had with Christ was not enough. Amen. Okay. Well, Brother Kim, we have like one minute left, and so again, man, I I just, y'all have to just, just, anyway, stay tuned, everybody, whether or not we'll do a part two, I don't know, maybe we'll come back and still team up with this this beautiful blog show called Waking Up Israel, brother, this beautiful brother, I don't know, but we got to wrap up, y'all, this thing gonna cut off on us any second. I apologize. I apologize. This show really got to me, touched my heart, touched Brother Micah as well. Please understand our hearts. Don't 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 hate on us, y'all. We've never really went at it like this, but I think he meant well, and I and I love my brother. So get it right, y'all. Look at the spirit behind the show. Good night, and I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Fossil Stone Network. Going to try to go out with a song, but maybe I don't know if it's going to cut off, and we'll just see. Love every single one of you. And there's nothing you can do about it.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.